straight riffing is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight, straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that for This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hater for hire. Hater for hire. I should put on with this guy. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is uh, April 15th, 2013, episode 107, which makes it 70 episodes exactly since our guest tonight was last on the show. I am your host, Reverend Mitch, and uh, with me, as always, is the difficult brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy. TMI Tutson, how the fuck are you, sir? Oh, man, I'm uh, hanging in there, still standing right now, Mitch, holding on, got my head held high, we're about to come mm-hmm. down the home stretch, just got a deuce of straight riffing left, yeah. son, we in it. Was that uh, One and a half-ish, uh, <laughs> if you will. And our guest this evening, Miss Danielle Stewart. How the fuck are you? I'm fucking great. And I, re- <laughs> I really like that uh, echoey thing. Do you do that for everybody? Yeah. Is that your yeah, thing? Yeah. We do. Okay, right. to bring- Wait, Sorry, do you not feel special now? That- <laughs> no, it's fine. It, I, it's totally fine. I was just curious. <laughs> right, right. That's what we like to do. We like to bring in our guests and give them a nice grand introduction. Yeah. I have noticed that women seem to be uh, far more mildly fun. obsessed with, do you do that for everyone? Yeah. Not so much just that effect, <laughs> but in general. Yeah. Well, I'm very glad you bring that up. Okay. This is a topic that I have been uh, putting much thought into lately. Because, you know, I do the sex and relationships. Yeah, stuff. I was going to get into... I mean, it's all right. Okay. Yeah, but this it's is... going to go over your credits. No, no, let's, let's just jump it. right let's into jump. it. It's let's riffing. Just, let's later. just jump in. Don't yeah, even put it on it. protection. Let's, let's just go in bareback. Um, <laughs> I, uh, lately, I, I've been really focusing on, like, what can I tell men in a simple overall umbrella way to get them to understand women? And, and it's funny because men don't really... I think there's a lot of men that don't really want to understand women but in this if anybody does i will put it to you clearly and it has to do with that intro women just want to feel special and if you can apply that to everything you say and everything you do when it comes to a woman you will be golden and 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 the biggest um thing that men have a hard time understanding or don't understand at all is that and like um it 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 like can I can I give you a situation? Please, this, this is a real thing happened in my life. Good, because uh, it is difficult. Uh, yes, in retrospect, you can look back and go, oh no, nah, okay, I get it. But at the time, it's very difficult sometimes to see those five Always, steps ahead. Yeah, I uh, some years back, I was dating a woman, 
and I, I had gone out to Long Beach uh, to get my hair dreaded and stuff like that. Um, extensions, a typical all kind Saturday, of, all kind of weird <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm at the, I was at the grocery store right near the hairstylist, just getting like you know soda or something like that. So I'd have something to drink while I was doing this transformation thing. And uh, while I was there, saw these little these little hugging bunnies, you know, those little bunnies hugging each other because it was right around Easter. And I was like, you know, the girl would love this. She would she would love the hell out of these things. So I pick it up and I'm walking to the register and I was like, you know what, that hairstylist is doing this pro bono. I should get her one too. So I went out and gave her the thing and she was like, oh, this is really cool. I was like, yeah, yeah. I uh, went home that night. Uh, gave the woman the, the bunnies and uh, some chocolates and stuff, and she was like, oh, this is neat. And then uh, later that day, I think the next day, actually, she was uh, on MySpace and saw the photo uh, from the hairstylist with yep. the bunnies. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you gave her like bunnies, too. And I was like, well, I felt like it, you know, I had to give her something. She's been so nice, and I'm not even paying for all the hair stuff, and Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's she was com- not she was not on on board with that. She yeah, was, that's where the double edged sword. Because I I understand. I mean, I think the thing is that I will say I feel like uh, to the to there are certain men who just don't want to understand women, but there are men who certainly understand women and are aware of the whole special dynamic. But I think the counterpart to that is that sometimes women have a hard time accepting you are not special in this moment. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, listen, the circumstances call for you to not be special right mm-hmm. now, and and they they struggle with that deeply. What account. would be a circumstance because certainly not the one he just put forth because certainly the one he just put forth I feel like she was absolutely in the right no she wasn't at all that's kind of insane I would say I feel like if you are giving something to someone as like a hey listen this is just a complimentary thing for you I feel like if you wanted to be very lighthearted and be like you should have at least got her something different that's fine but if you throw a legitimate fit about it that's crazy okay absolutely well she, I, she didn't, I, I, I want to amend in her defense she didn't throw a fit she was just like oh, oh that's like kind of takes the wind out she of my like came came up to me and was like you gave one to your hairstylist too and I was like a, how'd you know? And B, yeah. And I just didn't, it didn't even, I was like, yeah. And I want to amend yeah. what I said. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that she was in the right. What I meant to say was, is that I understand. Justified? Is that yeah. what you mean? Ju- not, not even justified because we're talking about. It's understandable. I understand it as a woman. Yeah, I understand it as a man. Yeah. And we just, we just are never going, it's not, it's the varying degrees of acceptability. And that's where we, it's the, it's the fine tuning, it's the fine lines that we get, uh, like, by the way, I just want to sidebar and say that the last time I was here, which was 70 episodes ago, you and I were both chain smoking, um, <laughs> while doing the podcast. I think I had the electronic. I don't think you did. Because we had yes. a discussion about it. Did we? But you, 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 you I'm yet. sure you I probably were smoking was, real cigarettes. I was probably too. switching we there off yet. between you. I don't believe I think yeah, it was half and half. You used yeah, to smoke fair. Newports, right? Uh, no, Marlboro Menthols. But okay, right, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Oh, I remember that. Which love the Newports. I was probably yeah, I was probably at half and half uh, at that time. But yeah, I haven't. I uh, I've smoked like in the last uh, year plus. I've smoked five cigarettes. Oh, that's maybe. great. That's great. So I just quit I just, six weeks six weeks ago. Oh, so. okay. Bravo, oh, bravo. Congrats. Um, and I you. hope I'm not bothering you with not this. at all. No, okay. it's paper. It's fine. Right. But well, I um, just mean the. Physical. Oh my God! There's sm- uh, somebody smoking. Like no, the, uh, mental no, process. no. All right. No. All right. Well, kudos. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, but you know, it, it's a, it's a fine line because the the thing was is that your your process, your thought process, 
totally innocent, totally cool, totally awesome. You know, two women who, uh, one I love in a romantic sense, one I love for doing me this solid. I want to get them both, you know, a gift. And, and the small detail that a guy rarely thinks about, unless he grew up with women or have experience with it, is that is to get them something different. Because it, it, I've been in enemy territory my whole life. Yeah. I grew up in a house of a mother and a sister. You didn't uh, pay that much attention, obviously. Uh, well, it wasn't a lot of like. Gifting. <laughs> my sister and I were at war. It's until, not, I mean, it's not a gifting though. Until I got to like my twenties, and then now we're cool. Who are you but, talking to son, you act like right, my right. shit was fucking domestic bliss seemed, or something. No, it seemed like you and your sister. Were, you're an older brother. Yeah. So I, but I had so, a, I had I had I had a family of of matriarchs though. Yeah, I mean, like, I, there were no real strong men in my family. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I watched. I had a family in which it was it was. Very very heavily tilted towards a female dominated power spectrum. So when those things happen, it was very you're very aware of that. You learn to to fucking watch where the fault lines are if- so that you do not come across some situation and you're like well now I'm, I'm doomed. But if you're paying attention or if the situations come up I mean my ex-boyfriend had two moms. He grew up in a lesbian home. A sister and a grandmother. It was all women in his house. And he still had some major gaps of knowledge when it came to you know um, doing doing stuff to make me feel special basically. Yeah that's fair. Well no. I think that's I mean it's, it's funny because when you take it to it's like when people talk in the news about, and it's still hilarious to me, so uh, I apologize, but it's still hilarious to me how many times you hear, especially in famous people's stories, a uh, uh, a, a mistress being extremely pissed that there's another mistress. Uh-huh, absolutely. And you're just like, what the? And that that goes right to your point. I thought it was the only one. They, gotta they be tricked special. themselves. And that's what I'm saying. Well, it's only, that's, it's I don't like, think not it's Not only that, do you not, are you not no, the only one by definition. That's the danger. But then on top of it, they're like, I'm not even the only one outside of the confines I've already agreed to. But But here's the thing about mistress. Mistress is the ultimate special. No, it's even though not at all. yes, it is. I, even I though it, it, that is how we feel about that's, it, that's, because I, that, I, that's I feel like part maybe of, by technicality well, it isn't, it, but as as a woman who who uh, women who are mistresses are in that situation because that's how they feel. About and part it. of it, but this is the, and this is where from the male yeah, perspective, I, see, going I see where you're saying, but it's not so much that you're special; it's so much that you have deluded yourself into thinking you're special. And that's the difference where a lot of women between saying, I want to feel special versus looking at a situation that they know is going to end poorly, right? Most women know if I'm a mistress, then that like I've already, he's already stepped out. You know what I mean? Like the relationship is built on a lie. They know how it's going to end. Their friends tell them, right? And then when it ends, they look to sympathy for their friends and their friends are like, well, like, why would we feel sad for you? We told you that this was going to happen. So I, 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 and I know, I know those situations. So like, I'm not going to necessarily well, what, where where it starts, though, of course, it, is starts, that with, it with, starts with delusion. That's you guys where, where, where it starts is with the man uh, saying to, and, and this is probably to your point, Danielle, is the man saying to a, a given mistress, like, "Listen, it's just a big battle with the wife. Like, you know, it would be a lot of money, and I'm working out. it out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, blah blah. She doesn't understand me the way that you do, and that's where." Exactly. And so she like, allows herself to be lied to, is what you're saying. She ex- that's fair that's, to say, but also at the same time, it's like, you know, when when cliche things happen in your sure. life, you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is fucking, this is total bullshit. And what if the cliche, not in this situation, but in general, right. what if a cliched thing is happening to you 
but it's not going to go the bad way. How do you convince somebody who feels like, oh, I'm in a cliche, I know where this is going, that it's not going that way? And I'm not even talking about this particularly, but I think that's what happens. Yes, it's it's a bit of self-delusion. There's but, a lot of know, self-delusion. Wait, okay, but hold on. It doesn't really... You guys are, right, you guys are taking a, a... You're taking an emotional matter and trying to put logic on it. I don't that's think what so at do. all. I don't, that, yeah, I don't, it, I don't yeah. think so at all. It, yeah, yeah, you're... Because yeah. you're, you're, I have been in these situations before. You've been the mistress? Absolutely. And yeah. the other side. Well, I've Mostly never been married. Okay. I've never been married. Okay. I, and I haven't really been a mistress either. I, I've been... You never. Did you ever have the hope? Like, oh, this is going to turn... He's going to leave her for me? No. Truthfully, like most... Side truthfully, most mistresses... I mean, I guess there's different kinds of mistresses, but like the kind of mistress, so to speak, that I am, is I don't want your fucking husband. Right. Like, right. I don't be want... more rare in the mistress world than... No, than no, I don't think so. I think... No, because here's the thing it gets back to. There are some women who are just attracted to emotionally unavailable men, period. Yeah, that's not, and, that's not what I'm talking about, though. Right, but, but well, but but what I'm saying is, is that that there are women that are always attracted to a man that is that is taken by somebody else. I have friends like that. Right. Um, I am attracted to emotionally unavailable men, but they don't necessarily they're not necessarily taken by somebody else. In fact, that rarely happens, but that does it has happened to me. You want but, them emotionally damaged or distant? Uh, wait, say that again. I said you want them emotionally damaged or emotionally distant. I don't want them either. It, it, it's just a way. Of, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you, speaking to your sort of uh, stereotypical it, man uh, that you just described. Yeah, not damaged. For me, it's more like a chase. So I guess okay. just literally right. not available. Right. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. Like the long periods between contact. You know that whole. But thing. not emotionally distant, just physically. I mean, it's it, they all kind of go together. <laughs> all right, you know what I mean? They all kind of go together. But fair. what I wanted to say to you is, is that like, yeah, there's diff- there's people who are mistresses for different reasons, but it is the ultimate feeling of special because it's it is it either is like, yeah, he's with her but doesn't want to be because you know, like what you said, the divorce would be too expensive and he really wants to be with me, or it's like she gives him one thing, I give him another thing, and I give him sex, which is what men really want anyway. So therefore, I'm more important. I'm the, like, as a woman, when you feel sexually lusted after, you feel like the number in the number one position, even if the wife is there and she's got the house and the kids. You, if you feel like you've got the power of the pussy you feel like you're number one and that and the guy makes you feel that way and that's the message and some women might want them to leave their wives some women don't yes there's an element of delusion it doesn't really matter because you're getting off on something else it doesn't matter how it's going to play out no one thinks about how it's it's like you know what it's like it's like saying to somebody um don't you know okay i'm giving you this heroin now you know how this is going to play out you've seen the the you know the after school specials are you sure you want to take we a hit of we it we all watch train spotting of course and sure. if, if you're in a room with someone who has heroin and you're hanging out with that crowd chances are you're going to take that heroin and you don't yeah you know it doesn't end well nobody fucking or not nobody but like there's a very real chance that you'll get hooked on it and no and that never ends well there's n- there's no exceptions to that there are some small exceptions that you'll recreationally do heroin but for the most most part, you're pretty much throwing your life away as soon as you take a hit of that pipe or a snort of that line. But p- yet people do it every day. Sure, sure. Yeah, but the thing is, is that when you, I understand you're saying like with the emotions and whatnot or whatever, and, and it's the sense of the idea of how the feeling of being special is created in the first place, right? Like, yes, I'm fully aware that no one is sitting and saying like, oh, I know this is going to end poorly or whatever. But in a lot of cases, as it begins to develop and people
will start. And the, and I think we should also clarify if we're using mistress and affairs and things like that, like that's that's we're talking about long term committed marriages and relationships and not just like casual boyfriend sure. girlfriend. Yes, okay. Because that because that because that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes a huge distinction. Absolutely. You're not having yeah. a mistress if you're dating someone that's and you're true. fucking someone else. Sure, sure. You're just cheating. Okay, okay? Yeah, yeah. that's I not a fucking it. mistress. Fair enough. Fair enough. We're, so we're going with the, mistress. It, it matters. You're in a Wait, thing that's why like does, because why because, does that matter with specialness though? Well, because a large part of your I would say that if you're talking about mistresses and what that represents that's a very different thing from just having some ass on the side if you're just well i'm just kind of in this semi-exclusive relationship if you're married if you have children if you have property if you have a family and you start to take away the emotions and all the things that you've invested in that relationship and transfer them over to this mistress it's not then just this simple thing of being like oh i'm making this person i mean there's a lot of larger dynamics at work there so it's very different than a typical relationship that would be very casual then but, yeah, but yeah, no yeah. yes so, i agree but, with that so what i'm saying is, is so the specialness comes into the sense that yes you may not be thinking about the fact that it's going to end poorly but it already is going to end poorly by the fact that you've engaged in a behavior that has no positive end game it doesn't but, but that no, has so, nothing to do yeah, with but feeling it, special yes it does have to do with feeling special because you have to recognize as a woman right if you are saying to like I like whatever type of man if some dude comes to you and you know that he's married you know that he has a wife mm-hmm. you know that he has kids and you then allow yourself to brush all that on aside because you want the power of the pussy you want to feel special at the cost of deluding yourself. So that's where that comes in. Absolutely. I think, I have to be honest with you. I feel, I think feeling special, that whole thing is all deluding. It's like, it's like if well, Mitch, that was my point. it's all yeah, deluding. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying that well, all I was I'm trying to argue is, is that Actually, they're no different than anybody else. Like if Mitch had not picked oh, up that no, bunny, no. Oh, that's, that's fine. Sorry. If yeah. Mitch not had not picked up that bunny for the hairdresser and had picked up something else for the hairdresser, <laughs> if she wouldn't have put it on MySpace before, the girl I was with at the time put it on my. Space. Let's be fair. If the girl that you were with was actually a kind of more functional person, it probably wouldn't just be a big deal. That's part no, of. The, well, I, know, I, I know. I know. I mean, yes, I'm with you. I, I'm no, with you. But, I, but at the same time, it wasn't a big deal. It was just something she it's mentioned. Something she mentioned that was brought to your attention. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, is that when we're talking about being delusional, mm. delusional is absolutely a part of it. Um, because look, feelings are fe- like. You, okay, you wanted to get the bunny for both the hairdresser and the girl because really it was just about I want to get them each something nice. It was not about like the girlfriend is different than her because it's not about that. Sure. But the woman needs to feel even though it may not necessarily like. Let me go slightly she- off topic because I have a question. Yeah. Is the, uh, is one of the side effects of wanting to feel special the reason why uh, or uh, one of the reasons, I should say, why women will sometimes say, oh, I never do this. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Absolutely. Because they want you to look at them in a special light. Even, you know, like outside of just what's happening, they want you to go, oh, something special is happening. She's doing a special thing. And now she's more. Is it? Is it like it's, that? It's, I, I always I, assumed I, it was just that they didn't want to. They, they were sort of saying to themselves, I'm not a slut. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not the thing that society always uh, shames women for being. I'm not that. And like even though this guy might not think that, I need to say it out loud just to get it out there. 
Yeah, I that's mean, what really, I it that's was, that is what it is, okay. and, and they're the All same right. thing. I mean, it really is about it's 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 both sides. It's those are both the things that happen when when a woman says that she feels that she's letting the guy know, hey, by the way, I don't like take it up the ass with every guy I hook up with. Sure, just so you sure. know, yeah. even if she had, you know, I never do this. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. But even if she had before, uh, whether she was telling the truth or not, she wants him to know I'm not the kind of person that does this all the time. Sure. But she also wants him to know and to say to herself, like, this is this is a special thing and I'm giving you something special and therefore you should treat me as special in return. Like any sure, sort of thi- sure. any sort of opportunity to be made to feel special, a woman will try to set up. Take it's it's the one constant thing that we're well, always trying I mean, to manipulate. That's what I've noticed is, about in the. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, Patty. go ahead. That's the thing I've noticed about uh, female friends of mine that are you know single and dating. You know, maybe they're doing some online shit. Maybe they're just you know trying to meet people through work or whatever the fuck it is, and. Uh, the thing that they'll say, it's very common in L.A. maybe, it's common everywhere else, but uh, in L.A. they always like to say, in L.A. guys are blah, blah. It's this thing where they, they'll say like, well, as soon as, as soon as they have sex, then they're just, men aren't interested anymore. And I've, I've, I've tried to fight against that, like, uh, that stereotype for a long time because it always, it's always bothered me because, some women will say like, oh, I'm going to, you know, we have to go on X amount, like 10 dates, or I have to know him for a month and a half, or I need to blah, blah, blah. So, so I need to make sure that he's invested before we have sex, because once we have sex, uh, he's just going to leave. But if I make him hold out for it, and I'll go like, no, that's manipulating. Like, that's that's the thing where uh, if if he's like almost entirely written you off, but you told him that <laughs> on date 10 there's sex... Then he might hang out for another two, three dates. Cause he's like, well, look, I'm already in it this long. I don't really like yeah, it that much, but I'm kind of curious to fuck. And then you fuck and you go, Oh, we don't even get along sexually. Now I have all the information. To me, it's all about the information. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it sounds to me, it's, uh, the woman, women miss the point with this whole waiting to have sex thing. And, uh, yeah. it really is a case by case basis. And if you can't take sexual, if you don't understand sexual social cues, then maybe you have to put some sort of 10 date limit on yourself. Sure. But if you're telling the guy, Hey, we could have sex in 10 dates. That's just retarded. Yeah. yeah. You know, for a lot now, of reasons. To be fair, I don't know how many of them actually say it. I'm just saying, okay. like, when we've had conversations, they go like, guys, no. It. And I'm like, what do you mean they well, know? Well, that might be their personal rule. Like, I don't, I don't have a personal rule with that, but I do know that you said, well, that's manipulation. Yes, relationships. Uh, I, I feel there needs to be some element of game playing and some element of manipulation. That's terrible. Yeah, we that's just how I feel. I, that's, I mean, that's like that's just that's a nightmare. Let's keep this open and honest. <laughs> a nightmare, and nobody's right. It sounds it's like a nightmare. nightmare. Just, I mean, it's a nightmare. I, I, but there's different. To your point, there's I'll, different I'll use games one and line, and then levels. I'm going to let Teddy, Teddy, Teddy go at it. But what I what I've said for a long time is that in every relationship, there just to keep it going. There is a sort of requirement on some level of just a, just a teensiest bit of lying. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to of lie just at least a little any bit. Any relationship, romantic or not. Exactly. Person a, to person. You need like yes. a, some sort of like, no, no, you, you know, that was a good, you know, uh, attempt at the thing that you really like doing. I guess the know, difference, I guess this is the like difference, that. right? Like, I'm not going to be in a relationship with someone who needs me to lie to them. Period. 
That's it. Okay. You're just being unrealistic. No, I don't think I am being unrealistic. I think what I am being is having the expectation that people have the emotional maturity to confront things and process them and then take their space. That's what I need in a partner. So if you don't meet those qualifications, you're not going to be my partner. Simple as that. But I'm not going to engage in a relationship in which the basis is a constant kind of jockeying for position because I have that shit. I have enough of that shit in my real life outside of bringing another person in. I don't need to bring in another person to play a bunch of fucking games and psychodynamic shit. Do you know what I'm saying? But you're probably think with the games and manipulation that you're probably thinking of, I probably would agree with you on that. You're, I, I think maybe what, well, what are you, what are you classifying as what games I'm and manipulation? What I'm talking about then? is like, uh, really it starts out with, with well, everything. Quick, I, will, I will say this real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I mean to cut you off, but, but in regards to what I was saying with the, with the lying, is for instance, uh, some years ago, a friend of mine that I, I used to live with, my old roommate, uh, came to a show I did, and everything that led up to the show, during the show, uh, and then my performance, all of the things went wrong. Uh-huh. Everything went wrong. And I was fucking angry as shit. I was just like, fuck, like everything went wrong. And then at the very end, I was like, okay, well, I'm going up on stage. I'm going to try to pull some fucking gold out of this pile of shit day that I've had. And I didn't. Mm -hmm. And we were leaving. And he goes, you know, you were really, you know, you've been, you're really rusty. You've been really rusty up there. And I was just like, (sighs) you know, it's like, first off, that's not even the right thing to say. Mm -hmm, Uh, But secondly, you know, uh, in regards to relationships and lying, if, Somebody has a has something like that. You don't say anything negative. You go like, "What? what how you feeling? How? You know? You ask questions. It's not lying. That's being a decent some, person. Well, but what I'm saying is like, but that's the kind might, of lying he's talking. But what yeah, I'm but saying is like, lying, in your though. head, you're going like, "Wow, this person on stage that I like and I've seen them do well is not doing well tonight." I, but you don't tell them, "Hey, you didn't do well." And if they say, "How lying. did I do?" That's you go like, lying, "Ah, well, you know, that's it not- was a rough night." You. Focus on other things. I think here's you the difference. If if I was dating a guy and he cooked me a steak, and and I ate the steak and I thought the steak was a little bit tough, um, I, and and he'd say, and but I ate the whole steak and it, I enjoyed it. It wasn't the you know. And he said, "Do you like the steak?" I would say, "Yeah, I thought it was good." Um, but to my friend, I might say he cooked me a steak. It was kind of tough and it was overcooked. Why I mean, can't it was you fine. you tell him that it's a little bit tough? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you can't tell your fucking partner that the steak is good but a little bit tough, you don't need to be in a fucking relationship. You're, that's crazy. Wait, wait, no, wait. That's wait, fucking wait, 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 wait. crazy. Wait, I do Hold not want to hear that the steak I cooked was a little bit tough. Hold don't on. fucking me, tell me that. Let, let me ask you a question then, Teddy. Because you did draw a line between decent human being and delusion. I'm curious, and I think Danielle is also curious, where is that line? Well, exactly. for, well for first of all, for, I mean, so I feel like listen, that's you, the reason I guess for there's the a lies. difference, right? Let's the white say, lies, as they call them. Right, but like, god damn, it's a, like, I, this is where I just like, alright, if I am building a fucking life partnership with somebody, okay? Life partnership, son. Stakes is gonna be real high. I need somebody that can be like, yeah, that was good, but you know what? We could do that. And I need to be able to take that shit in stride. Because those are the kind of things in my life I have those situations for. My life requires that I have someone who can be, listen, this was good, but this was this part that was a little bit weak. And if that was about a fucking steak, I would respect them for telling me that that was what the steak was. Well, you, that's great. And that is, 
is a particular trait to you. I don't think that across the board most people feel that way. I know for me, I'm a very honest, open person. I never want anyone to tell me to validate that I had a bad set. I don't want anyone. I mean, if I was about to go up into Master Chef and I was practicing my steak cooking, I would want my partner to tell me that the t- the steak was tough. Other than that, I want him to say, I loved it. Thank you. That's what I want. Because you know what? I talk to myself. I've worked so hard to not talk to myself like an asshole. I, t- I call myself a fucking fat piece of shit. I tell myself I'm not funny. I-, I I'm up at night. I have anxiety about it. You know, I don't need somebody else telling me that whether it's true or not. I don't want someone telling well, I guess me it's that. Like I, and I'm, I maybe we've talked about this on the show plenty of times. I'm incredibly brutal on myself. I always have been. And yeah. I, so I mean, like, as am I to myself. Right. So like, I, I fully understand that dynamic as well you know i mean i get that but i and i think that's the thing where it's like because i am that way with myself i'm not going to bring in somebody else who's not going to treat me the same way i treat myself does that make sense yeah it makes sense but like i have an alcoholic mind i talk to myself like a fucking awful person and I, again any, i am i, I mean like if yeah. anyone talked to me the way i talked to me they not only would they not be my friend i would have a fucking yeah, restraining obviously order against no one them. is going to no one's going to fully match what my id lets loose on right me, okay? sure sure right. but, 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 but they will the essence of it the essence of it is there not a, 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 an element of it wherein uh, have you, have you been in a situation where you say, like, this thing that happened with me and another person is not ideal, but I'm gonna be polite? Let's say I go, I, I meet, uh, yeah, some, yeah, I go yeah. to some girl's parents' house, right? And they cook a meal, and I'm like, oh god, they fucked up the rice. I'm not gonna say that. You're like, oh, con- it's not the same it's dynamic. A fantastic Why? meal? Why no, it is? It? It's a fantastic. No, it's meal. not the same dynamic because you're talking about a intimate one-on-one circumstance versus a larger social gathering. They're not the same dynamics no, at no, all. No, no, I'm, I'm merely talking about just the just that as far as when we're talking about relationships and also. If you're, if you're talking about like building a life with somebody, her parents are going to be a part of that. And y- this will not be the only time you have a meal at their house and the mom sure. will fuck up the rice or the dad will fuck up the rice. Hey, you can't really open. fuck up rice, but I'm going to let it slide. You can. You can okay. make it. could be tough. That's true. You've been to Panda Express lately? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that's the thing is like rice is, is, is either perfect or fucking yeah, ruined. I guess you're right. So, uh, are you going to tell your partner that their family is terrible at cooking rice? That's the real question then. Are you going oh, to tell no, them? I didn't do that. Okay, no, so no. that's that's I'm the tell. Saying, that's the you... that's the equivalent there. The equivalent is after you leave the dinner on the car ride home, you're like, God, that was awful. That's the that's the real question. I, what I think is crazy is that you would uh, yes, like do I don't think I would have an issue telling my partner that the rice was fucked up, but there would be absolutely no fucking reason for me to bring it up unless they said, "What did you think about the rice?" Other than that, I'm keeping it to myself, not because I wasn't thinking it all through dinner, but just because. To me, it would be l- lunacy to think that that's something that's a topic of discussion. Like that it, way, if they, that it if, matters. If on the drive home, they're like, oh, God, I love my mom's cooking. It's fucking, it's like gourmet. She could be on Perfect Chef or something like that. The rice tonight was fucking fantastic. Not so much. Do you say, like, yeah, you, say you know, a little so tough for me. No, I mean, it's fine. I, I'm, I not, I'm not that. disagreeing I would with say that. I'm, I'm merely, yeah, that's... Because, that, because okay. what, yeah, therein that, lies be, the difference. Yeah, so, I, okay, yeah. so so you like brutal honesty in your No, it's not brutal honesty. Okay, it's, you, it's, like, uh, you like... You like... Hold on a second. Open dialogue. 
All right, but but I don't think that it's fair for you to uh, you know bestow that on everybody else. And I, that's why I, I know it's not even. And that's did you? I mean, I was very very uh, regimented in terms of laying out the fact that listen, these are my expectations. So if I'm even fucking talking to you, I think you can fulfill them. Okay. If I don't think you can fulfill them, we're not gonna talk to each other. That's how I make my moves in that sense. So yes, I don't think that it's a fair. It's a very rigorous expectation, and I have not asked that many people to step up to the plate and fulfill it because i know that most people aren't capable of it mm-hmm. and i don't even know if it's a capable thing i mean i'm very capable of being as honest as you want me to be but i just don't want that same thing back so i i don't i try to do it i used to be very very like i mean it goes in varying you know, degrees it's like yeah. if, it, if it's the first date yeah no i don't want to hear that no I, i'm, but if I'm it's, going you know, automatically if it's into where we're partners right, you know right. what i mean i don't want to hear that the dress makes me look fat tell me it makes me look good as long as i'm not embarrassed as long as you don't think i'm embarrassing myself walking out here's the other thing though on the flip side of that question is that like when you ask the question of does it make you look fat and in your head you already say like you already know how you feel in the dress right so like why then you have created a dynamic in which you've placed your partner in kind of a shitty place essentially you know you you've placed them in a place where like you know that you don't really feel that good in the dress so either just change out of the dress or be like you know what fuck it i don't care i want to wear this dress but don't ask them to then lie in some case or sage your feelings is how i feel in that regard because that's not fair to me as your partner yeah see that's a that's the difference between men and women thing like if a man said to me um do i look like does this how does this shirt look because he would never say, do I look fat in this shirt? Unless it was like, wow, he he really looks fat in that shirt or that shirt's too small or whatever. Other than that, I would say you look great in it. If he's going to walk out of the house and I know other women or people are going to look at him and going, God, that well, doesn't well, that's look the same good. thing with a woman, though. If I know that you really don't look good in that dress and I know it, it does not fit you well, right? And I and you come to me and say, how does yes. this dress make me look? What do you want me to do in that case? Well, I, I when I say personally, do, yeah, what yes, would you personally if I if I do look fat in a dress or it's ill fitting or whatever, I want to know what I don't want to know. And this is 90 percent or 95 percent of of really when the situation comes up is when I'm not feeling good about my body because I'm having my period or ate too many carbs that week or whatever. And I put on a dress and I'm being extra fucking nitpicky about how I look. And really what I'm asking is, am I insane or is my stomach sticking out to the point where people will notice? That's really what I'm asking. And so unless it's like, uh, I, if, if you think I look sexy in it and I'm overthinking it, what I want to hear is, no, you look great. Other than that, I want the honest truth. Right. You know, if a woman, women who look fat in the dress, if they're asking, do I look fat? I think it's most women who don't look fat in the dress that ask that question in reality. I but think you it, can't, but you can't ascribe that to yourself. Right. Exactly. And so like, <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? No, no, I know. It's, it's like, it's like many things. It's, there's, there's a lot of situations where it's like, yes, it's easy to see that outside of yourself. And I've had men, right. I've had men go, you know what? It's not my favorite. That's something that I get. And that, that is a great answer because really I need to know, should I keep this dress on or take it off? You know what I mean, and and I've heard you know what it's not my favorite, and I'll go great. I, I'll I put usually else I on. I usually go uh, well. It depends if it's uh, I uh, if it's early on. I mean, I tell people early on, like I don't answer loaded questions. I'll just make that as a rule, uh, so that they know, like, hey, I don't answer loaded questions, and then you know they stop asking those. But if they're asking something that's that could go a bad way, I'll tend to ask questions back. Like if they're like. 
I don't know, something about this dress, it feels like it's blah, 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 you know, and I'll be like, what are what are your problems with the dress? What What is your concern with the dress? You know what I mean? Because I'm mm-hmm. like trying to get out, like, what is the exact thing? And they go, oh, well, just this one part, it sort of poofs out and makes my ass look big. And then I'll blame it on the dress. You know, it's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying because the dress, the way that it's shaped. If right, you felt that you way know, or if they were right. being crazy, you would say, no, it looks great, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. to this, Yeah, that's perfect. I think that's if it looks response. great, if they come out, like if they come out of the, the bathroom or the, the bedroom or whatever, they come out dressed. If I think it looks great, I'll say it. Like, I'll just say it right off perfect. the bat. Perfect. That's perfect. It's just if they say something about it, then I'm kind of like, what it? Because I want to like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, that yeah. No, I see why you have problems because it makes the tits look lopsided. And they're like, no, I was talking about the back. And you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. So that's why I was like, what are you? What exactly about the dress are you worried about? Like what right. exact thing? And if you were saying like you you're like, oh, it looks like my stomach sticks out. I then I would either I would either go, oh well, yeah, I see what you're saying because of the you know if right. I. Or I would I would go like no that's you're you're insane that's you're, you exactly know. and yeah. that's perfect yeah. and that's exactly really what we're looking for yeah you got it yeah. you got it well I mean I, I I know those things relatively well from from you know the the growing up around the women but uh, what do you consider you said you don't answer loaded questions what do you consider a loaded question usually do I look fat in this dress so, I mean it's lo- that's uh, a, loaded, that's a question. loaded question that's absolutely loaded. why a loaded, is that loaded uh, because loaded. You're, you're it's I'll, ahead, I'll, get, I'll give you I'll give you a a, a stereotypical not so much stereotypical Typical, a a terrible example, a wonderful example of a terrible question that's loaded. Uh, if you asked a married man, "Have you stopped beating your wife?" That's a loaded question because if he says no, then that means he beats his wife. And if he, he says, says yes, yes then he admits he, he used to. I so I'm saying like that would be there's no okay. good answer. That's oh. that's the classic example of a okay, loaded question. Okay, but do I look fat in that dress? A more realistic is, one. The, the end no, game for the person say, on the receiving end of the question is that they cannot typically provide a satisfactory answer. Yeah, that's why yeah. it's loaded. No. Because if you say, but "Do I do look I, fat in this dress?" and I say, "No." Then you'll be like, are you lying to me? You're lying to me. Lying to me. Because to. in your head, you're thinking that you look right. fat. And if I say, eh, I wish you could change, well, then, you f- then you're then you like, oh, I can't believe you actually like, said yeah, that out loud. Terrible, I yeah. personally think that that's not at all a loaded question. I think if the person thinks that they're lying, that sounds like an insane person who has problems. I, mean, I don't think only insane people ask that question. No, I, wait, ask, not say, I mean, that's, but that's just, that, that question, though, is a, a, I would say, a quintessential example of a loaded question that a lot of men are asked by women in relationships. I had a, I just don't I'll feel like you, it's I'll give you an exa- When I ask it, it's not loaded. I'll give I just, you an example yeah. of when I use the, I'm not answering that. It's a loaded question. Uh, a girl I was with said uh, uh, that she had seen like a photos of, of some girl I had dated uh, prior to that. Um, and she said, I noticed you tend to go for like bustier women. I feel like my tits are <laughs> sorry, slamming on the ceiling or something uh she's like i feel like my tits are like small or too small for you or something like that i i just i i, I want to i feel like i should get like a boob job or something like that in general just like i don't like the way my tits look and they're not very big and i noticed that you like bigger boobs okay and, I, and she was like 
What's the question? It, phrase, phrasing it as a question. And, okay. and I'm doing a terrible well, job. Well, the whole of, confrontation um, really is loaded. But, yeah. Ex- and so I was just like, I'm not even. And I'm like, I'm not even answering that. Because right, like, it was like. The fact it that it's like, even on the table at all. It was like, of course I like your tits. If I didn't like your tits, we this would and not be a And therein lies the fucking problem. And going back to what we originally talked about, and I mean to get aggressive ahead, on that. Please, but that is exactly the problem where there's a too much of a difference between men and women and the lack of communication and all this shit because the whole don't if you ever think in your mind if you ever think in your mind well of course i blah 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 if i didn't blah 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 i wouldn't be here let take that out of your brain of course you have because the answer to that question is always you know my tits are small blah 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 better boob job i love your fucking tits sure the end there's nothing fucking right. loaded about it. That's what I said. But then she said, "Oh, but I notice you like the bigger." Yeah, and I, was I like, think you're missing that. I was like, "Then you go. Then you well, go." It's not I just like, about the tits. Said, it's about this yeah, other girl like, and his preferences. That's it's not just a single thing. That's the perhaps that's the it's a leading question, but it's not what, perhaps it is okay. Right, right. You no, guys I mean, are the whole thing <laughs> cool. is again women trying to feel special. This sure, is not sure, about the other girl. Sure, sure. It's not Absolutely. about the other girl at all. She doesn't want to right. know fucking shit about the other girl. Absolutely. She brings up the other girl, giving you an opportunity <sighs> to make her feel special. So the answer to that question is, I fucking love your boobs. Yes, I've been into Buster women, but you, I fucking love your boobs. And right, I don't right, care right. that they're an A cup. They're fucking amazing, and I want to stick my dick in between them right fucking now. Well, she doesn't probably. Want it's to very difficult. That. Um, so you pull the nipples and really. Yeah. Well, if I it if I say now. that, that's what uh, I would like. As but I person. think I think I mean I think one of the things though is that uh, I mean the fundamental difference is that. Um, between you've got you've got very i mean when you talk about communication there is a fundamental difference between masculine and feminine communication styles uh and it's not even necessarily relegated to men and women because women can have a masculine communication mm. style women, sure. women, men can have yep. men. Sure. but the biggest difference is that for men you have to basically uh uh there's a great sort of uh, gender communication theorist i can't remember her name right now but she lays it out essentially as the difference for men is that if you're a woman giving a presentation to a group of men in a boardroom right and if you're a woman you're kind of thinking to yourself like i have all these great ideas and like i'm going to lay it out this and this and in the end it's all going to come together and they're going to see my brilliance and and it's going to you know fucking come together but like if you're men the preference is it doesn't work unless you state the point up front to them that's the difference for the masculine communication style. If you say, listen, this is what my presentation is about, and then you start laying out all these grand ideas and theories, and then you finally tie them together in the end, they'll be listening, thinking to themselves, okay, this is what this is about. That's why this connects to this. That's why this connects to this. But women don't necessarily need that kind of focal point in their communication style because it's more tangent. So like, that's the thing where women will overthink themselves to a degree, and then when they approach men, it's just fucked from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Because the, the dude is just like, what is this? even about right now because i know what you're confronting me about is not the real issue so you don't even know how to proceed from that point point. and actually that is it's a really good point and um and and that is to me very infantile communication um unfortunately there are a lot of people and i think women especially um that still are stuck in that uh well, it's and- like it's like cockroaches by the time you've seen one there's a giant problem going on and it's like if, yeah if, if and- you're with somebody who by the time they speak up about a problem it's because it's been festering for six months and right. now they're ready to explode that's a problem but it's also not a time thing it's that we get and it's not women men too oh yeah i said a person we, yeah we get upset 
we have, you know, a lot of times there's misdirected anger. There's there's misdirected feelings, right? So it's like, sure. why did you, you know, look, I don't give a shit if a guy I'm dating checks out a girl in a short skirt. Doesn't bother me at all. I don't care if a guy, you know, look jerks off to porn. I don't care. But if I feel like we're not having sex, I'm 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 freaked out about this one female relationship he has. Uh, he got a weird text message from a number I didn't know. Like then all of a sudden, where my anger is going to come out because I don't I feel like a schmuck going like I saw your phone and I didn't know this number. Like I don't want to be that girl. So instead, I nitpick about the girl I saw you check out in the short skirt. Right, right. So what I do personally for me because. I I, that my pet peeve is misdirected anger with my friend my and my girlfriends are the are the not my sexual girlfriends but my um my platonic girlfriends who bitch to me about problems they're having with their boyfriend the the number one is always this is completely misdirected anger what are you really fucking upset about sure and i try to go through like what is this really about first right. and that's only uh, years of therapy and 12-step programs and blah 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 <laughs> sure. but uh, but it is my fucking pet peeve right. when you're like gonna be getting I mean, mad I, at I, me I think about. that's i mean i think that's the main problem though if you really want to get into the the weeds of male female sort of heterosexual communication is that like you've got dudes who are like listen i don't fucking understand women or whatever and they just get fucking confused because like they try to understand and they're like well the thing that i think you're angry about you're not even angry about so like i don't even know where to go here from here do you know what i mean like how can we even have a conversation where you can't articulate what is bothering you that's the part where the logic emotion gap from men and women really comes into play because dudes will be like listen this is my beef i'll beat the shit out of you what's going on and it'll, it's straight to the fucking point. But, and they, and they, they would like to see, like, if a woman could at least come to a man and be like, this is the problem. I'm like, okay, I'm listening now. And now you walk through things. But like, if you can't approach a man and articulate directly and bluntly what your problem with him, with him is, you're never going to go anywhere. Well, to the, to their defense, most of the time, these women do not know. They're, they're, they're not insightful that's enough not defense, to really understand. That. That's, that's a tough No, defense. but I'm just saying, like, that a lot of times they don't understand. They just have the feelings. Like, I, there was this girl, uh, I was dating a guy for a couple of years, and there was this girl that he was friends with. And when we first started dating, she wasn't around at all. And I, I knew that he was friends with her. Her name had come up a couple of times, but she wasn't, like, ever around. You know what I mean? He wasn't talking to her on the phone. He was never texting her. They never had plans. And then all of a sudden, like nine months into the relationship, she started resurfacing. She started, you know, coming up and all of a sudden he was going to watch sport games with her and blah, 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 blah. And I didn't like her. Okay? There was no reason. There was nothing she had done. I just didn't fucking like her. Uh, probably because she came up too late in the relationship and we'd already gotten in a groove and I didn't like her in my fucking business. There was nothing rational about it. I just didn't like her. And it got to the point we would bicker about it, you know, and I, and I would, cause I didn't want to be that girl that's like, you can't have this friend. I don't, yeah. that's not cool. You don't ever want to be that Right. Person. You don't ever yeah. want to be that person. But it was driving me crazy. And the, the real problem that I couldn't communicate to him, I tried to in plain English, but he, didn't understand it was that you need to make me you need to somehow get this relationship good like you need to somehow help with this dynamic either you need to invite her over and make us be friends or you need to go above and beyond to make me feel like our relationship is more special than your relationship with her like you know what i mean there needs to be something where it's like yeah, no I had well, had I, he invited you along on any of these i don't know i, I don't I, you know, know what i, I you I know what it is but i've ask. been in i've been in that exact circumstance and if i and if you had been invited along all you would have seen most likely 
exactly is a confirmation of like well this like yeah like it's it's to your point it's a sense of like the fact that she is even having as much time and attention with him is not some sort of coincidence yeah i mean like usually when women's instincts are like i don't like her what the fuck are you doing around the situation you're right do you know what i'm saying i and really was, hope i wasn't fucking right well no like i mean unfortunately like and there was a thing where like i to thought that i thought that yeah, to I, this day, I fucking hope well i mean like and i like i was in a situation previously where i was like i don't really i had a, my girlfriend and then you know uh, another friend of mine who's a female and then we had known each other before i started dating this girl and so she came in she's like i don't really like i know that's your friend or whatever but like i get these vibes and i was like no 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 i don't really think that's the case or whatever and i even set up a time for them to hang out and such and she was like yeah not really feeling that shit and so she was kind of trying to not be the girl that you're saying which is like i don't want to tell you like to kick this bitch out of your life but like you need to kick this bitch out of your life and it turns out that she was dead she was exactly right and this girl just one day just was grossly and inappropriately hitting on me to like when we were at a party and people were like why like why is this girl like talking to my girlfriend being like why like who is this bitch like all over your man over here and so like i went to her and i was like you're i'm sorry i'm sorry that i didn't trust you from the beginning on this point you know i thought this relationship was very differently but to that point it's the sense of like I understand the emotional level that you're describing because you're right. In that sense, if he ever continues to like let her just linger in the fucking, you know, prism of your relationship, you, you have reason to be unsettled because you're like, why, like, why, why are you investing all this time and attention over here? Are you doing something that I am not giving you or something like that? And that's where that festering sure, kind of sure, starts to sure. develop. So, I mean, from that perspective, I, I, I can definitely understand what you're saying. But, you know, I, I think, I don't even know how, how we got into, oh, it was something about the uh, and and by the way just to, just a side note um cool, i don't yeah. think that actually i just threw this out there but i don't think i happen to know her and we happen to be you know quote unquote friendly her and me <laughs> hanging out would not have been the solution for some woman it, some women it would be for me it sure, wouldn't i just sure. wanted the bitch fucking out of the picture sure, because sure. before him and i got together um she was like there was something fucking there whether it was him her whether it was both of them um and I and look, I think in a way there's you know what it comes down to that especially as a man, you don't ever want to tell anyone I'm sorry, I can't blank because my girlfriend doesn't like it. You don't ever want to have to Yeah, say but you that. know what it is though? It's the point that like and I and this is where I understand women and their perspective very well because that's not what it is. What it is is that they want you to say, I can't have you in my life because you're disrespecting what I'm trying to do over here. It's not because my girlfriend does it's because you fucking care about your girlfriend and she's not happy and you should fucking step up to the plate and stop letting this fucking person disrespect the thing that and, you're trying and, to build. And actuality in this particular situation, she never it's very subtle. She never disrespected me or and in fact, she probably she really tried. Crafty. She really tried. No, no, no. See, I don't think it was her. Um she really tried to sort of when when the opportunity arose without being too much to include me in things and go above and beyond and you know tweet at me and stuff like that. I mean, she really tried as soon as we broke up that shit ended. That was the long con. She was on the long con. But she really tried to <laughs> include me and well. to be fair, I've been that guy. I've been the guy that a girl is like, look, my boyfriend hates it when I hang out with you but, or whatever. And then we're all at a bar and I'll buy him a couple of drinks and I'll find a way to connect to this motherfucker. And yes, probably I had fucked this girl in the past or I will as soon as you're broken up. <laughs> I'm with you there on the long con, but <laughs> but again, but hold on, I, but sorry. again, it's been a long. We haven't. We've been so we've been oh, ripping uh, yeah, so yeah. hard today that I haven't ripping written anything so on yeah. the board, and I'm gonna have oh, to write the Christ. long con Be, on the board. I think we just we fucking right, Danielle right, came right. in and was just like, let's just get to work. 
Yeah, uh, it's fun. I like this. this is good. Long but but I'll tell you something, and this goes back to the delusional thing. And t- it, Teddy's going to go fucking bananas oh, when I bring this God up. But but <laughs> why again, is it got to be bananas? Because he's just going to go fucking. Uh, was that racist? No. Was that racist? Damn it, Mitch. Uh, he's going to go fucking coconuts over this. I like coconut. That's okay, good. Yeah, I'll take yeah. that. This, he's going to go fucking fried picking, chicken and watermelon. Why are over you this picking shit? all oh these God. these these jungle fruits? Yeah. Damn it, Mitch. Let her get to her point. All right. Sorry. Is that. Um, this is an area where an element of delusion, I want an element of delusion because here's the thing. Okay. I look, I don't know if he wanted to fuck her. I know at one point she wanted to fuck him. I don't know if, if, and you know, I just quick side note. How did you know that? Did she tell you that? Um, no. Cause when I, uh, before him and I started dating, we were friends and, and she was coming on to him. She knew. Come uh, on. She yeah. Knew. That she shit, she had a thick dossier. No, I get And I don't I mind. Look, I don't, I don't mind, uh, dating a guy. I don't I don't mind a guy hanging out with a chick that I know wants to fuck him as long as him and I are good. Yeah, and yeah. Really, what yeah. I was trying to say is, is that it wasn't her disrespecting the relationship; it was him. Right. And I and it and I it was so this subtle. Was, you were wondering how you got on this topic. Misplaced anger. That's Mispl- why. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry, and so it was him. It was he was the one, and and there was nothing in a court of fucking law, you know what I mean, that I could say that he did. There was nothing particular that he did. It was just this general, they have a secret, they have a relationship that's outside of our relationship. You know what I mean? We're not, I'm not included on this. Which is that sense of like, hey, this funny thing happened, but like you can't, like if the three of you were hanging out, you could not share any kind of... It was more like we would be sitting down to watch a movie and a text would come up and I would see her name and they'd be like, you know, for them it was all about sports and that was something that I didn't, I had nothing you know, right, with him, yeah, yeah. with but it. So they ha- that was their connection, which I already felt on the outside because I'm not into sports. But it sure. would it would be uh, it was obvious to me that they had been having a full day long back and forth text message conversation about something about sports when I didn't even know he was texting anyone about sports. Right. And if it had been some dude, I wouldn't fucking cared. But for some reason, this chick who I know at one point he was considering. You know, getting with. Um, I think he is attracted to her, but I don't think he wanted to date her, and that's why it didn't happen because they were friends right. or whatever. But there was something there at one point, and I don't like him having something private with this girl, even though it was something I didn't want to be involved in. And I hated myself for feeling that way. And, you know, I tried, I mean, I went through so many different fucking spaces. Did you ever look through his phone? No, I, I won't do that. If, if, if I if, if I'm looking for your phone, it's over. I hire somebody else to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I can't. He, I, I can't. I, I, it's not even that. It's not like. Have a you ever? Did you ever catch yourself doing it once, and then you're just like, oh my god, I've gone too the far. The closest I've come is um, when uh, um, something came up. Like a text came up or something. I uh, one time, or actually, it might have happened more than one time. I've slid the bar, you know, on the thing right. just to, um, and then seen like the whole thread come up. That's the closest I've ever come, and I've read like one or two things. Just the old oh, Did look it, at that folder falling it, off the desk. Was it an, was it innocuous or was it like oh, you had reason to be suspicious? No, it was it was innocuous. I mean, one and one of the times it was a dude. Like a lot of times, it's just sometimes I want to see what he you know what he was talking to to people. Sure, sure. It wasn't. I never felt with him. The truth was, is I never felt that he was cheating on me. In fact, I was a hundred percent sure that he wasn't physically cheating on me. What I didn't like, and that was the thing, I didn't like the private relationship. And this, this theme kind of with him, betrayal kind of yes, thing. this theme with him went on in all areas. I remember one time um, there was this other girl. I mean, obviously, we're all t- I mean, no, it's not obvious, but. <sighs> 
you know, we're talking about, I'm talking about comics. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was dating a comic and these are other female comics, right? So there's, we're starting from the get-go of like, I already fucking hate you because you're a girl <laughs> and you're a comic. And right. You know what yeah. I mean? So unless you're my homie, you're my fucking enemy, you yes. know? So, uh... Uh, there was this one girl who um, we would run into every now and then, and every time we would run into her, he would scurry off like, you know, a few feet away or whatever and talk to her privately. And he never introduced me to her. He never was like, this is my girlfriend. He never it's did mad that. shady, yo. And, uh, mad shady. Yeah, absolutely. And I, we, we would fight over it all the fucking time. And he was basically like, you know, whatever. Anyway, of, of course, as soon as we broke up, he fucked her. You know what I mean? And he gave me the whole thing of like, I would never fuck her. She's fucking, she's a whore. She's disgusting. She's protesting sucked, too much kind of thing. You know, she sucked Rick Shapiro's dick. <laughs> I hope you're listening and you know who you fucking are. You cunt. <laughs> um, yeah. you know I mean? Like I would never Wait, touch why, her. Why, why is she a terrible person? Uh, because Just she fucked existing? my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, he's your ex. Yeah, but I'm still emotionally right, entwined right, with right, him. Yeah, right, I'm still right. in love with him. Yeah, right, yeah. No, I get it. Okay, you that's don't cool. Know, Mitch. Plus, you don't I don't understand what's going look, on on this look, side of the table. Honestly, look, I, I get it. I get it. I'm it's not a. It's not an actual thing about her as a person. It's a personal like just her effect in your life. I get it. I totally get it. Well, the first time I met her, <laughs> she I, was blowing yeah, yeah. Rick Shapiro. <laughs> in a Jeep outside of an uh, open mic. Well, and that, literally, that was the first time you that met her? That was the first time I, I met her. I and you thought it was a jest? I was just kidding. Boom. Really? That's yeah. how you met her. That's the first uh, time I met her. I, met, I actually never met her, but yeah, I... Yeah, you can't really meet somebody like that. That's not... A... <laughs> she came Susan. in and was like... Ooh talking to people and then everyone was like oh my god she just you know because someone had like walked in on them doing it and okay. i i was look i am very i was horrified i'm just i'm just gonna i, it, I was just horrified by it like not i mean it was horrified because she if you want to be a comic the probably the last thing that you should do barring like taking your clothes off on stage is sucking a guy's dick in the parking lot of an open mic when you're an open micer. You know what I'm saying? That is the that's, last thing you should that's, do. That's, so that's, that's why I never get laid that open is, mics. Yeah, that's like that's basically being a cokehead essentially. For, like, that's like that's like crack status where you're like you are can just you slumming. You should not be doing it. Well, that's the thing. You're not even sucking someone's dick that can get you again. Yeah, right, Did right, I right. mention it was Rick Shapiro? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like Rick <laughs> Shapiro could probably get you a gig or two. He's a touring comic, you know, he's a I, I really don't think he could. Under Ground I'm going to be completely honest. He wouldn't, but he could. Yeah. I mean, he's an underground legend. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I just so, don't I mean, think... Yeah, I don't... I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I mean, that would yeah. require... Daniel's like... not going to give you that one. I know. She's fine. not going to give you that She's staying yeah. firm. I, maybe. I, I get it. I get it. On a good day, maybe. Look, Rick, if you're listening, you I love you, but I just don't think... It's not that... <laughs> It, it, it's He's not just even a, the kind I just of person can't who see that, that kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what yeah, I mean. Absolutely. I don't think it would I'm even cross you. his mind. So my point is, I'm not. Tr- Here's the thing that I don't like about what the last two minutes that I've talked is that <laughs> I don't like to be that judgmental bitch, especially when it comes to sex. Because Lord knows I have fucking sucked some disgusting dick in my life, sure. and Lord knows I have made bad choices about people, you know, it, uh, over and over again. So I don't like. I don't like tagging on to that and being like, oh, that's the reason I don't like her. It has nothing to do with me not liking her. It was the first time I met her and I was like, oh, okay, that's the kind of girl you are, which there's no problem with that. But I classified her in the kind of girl that would that would be starting out in comedy by sucking a, a headliner's dick in the parking lot of an open mic. Bad or good, it doesn't matter. That's just how I classified her. But what it really, when I started to not like her was when she would scurry off with my boyfriend and granted, 
it's on him. It's not fucking her problem. She doesn't owe me anything. You know, if she she can get my boyfriend in a corner to talk privately without me, more power to her. You know what I mean? That's on him. But my anger is directed towards her. Sure. Sure. Because I don't want to be the jealous fucking girlfriend, even though I did, you know, try to talk to him about it. And then, of course, it would be too long between seeing her and he never could correct the behavior. And then he That's like the the, uh, uh, indecent proposal movie. It's not a movie about, like, Oh, would you let your wife fuck somebody for a million dollars? It's a movie about like, where do you go once that question has been fucking put on the table? Right. Because like now you're in a position that you never thought you'd be in. And just the fact that you now have to think about that ruins fucking everything. Unless you're strong a enough lot to of both. Cu- yeah, a lot like, of couples can't like once you, and it's sort of the sort of thing where like, so I mean, sorry, real quick. The, yeah. to, the reason I bring that up. That girl would be the indecent proposal. It's like, it's not, I mean, not to a million dollars, but I'm just saying, like, just the fact that she. 4250. <laughs> just the got? fact that she exists kind of thing puts that on the table, and you're like, God, why do I have to, why is this here? Like, I, why do I have to right. deal with this now? Sorry, go ahead. Why have you, no, it's, it's, it's the whole point, uh, to, your, to your point, of what you're saying, it's on him, where it's like, why have you introduced this noxious element? Sure. And it's, and it's a very ugly, that is the one area in relationships that I still don't know how to deal with and it gets so ugly because it's so subtle most of the time. Look, I, if a guy's beating me or fucking somebody else or doing something shady, you know, uh, it's done. I got a I'm talking about the, I got, right, exactly. But the subtle things where it's like he's going like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just bad at introducing people and, you know, I would never fuck her. She's a scumbag. Those really innocuous kind of, the things that add up very quickly. That make you feel like you're fucking going crazy. The other thing about him was is is that he's one of these guys that just gives love to everybody. You know what I mean? He like he he's he needs everyone to love him. It's very gregarious, just like outgoing all the time, just constantly yeah, bringing people in. But no matter how many a schmoozer people, kind of thing, not a schmoozer, but more like a people pleaser in okay. a cool way. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like people don't realize he's a desperate people pleaser who he's, he's know, got a very good facade. Over very good facade. He's a charmer. Yeah. Yeah, and um but he needs everyone to like him and uh no matter what they've done to him or how they've screwed him over, he needs everyone to like him. Um but when you have somebody and this goes back to the special thing, when you have somebody that everyone's sweetie, everyone's honey, everyone's right. love when they walk know? into a room and everyone's like, Oh, you're here, yeah. Yeah, what's up, baby? Give yeah, you a hug, kiss, right. kiss. When everyone is like that, you don't feel special as the girlfriend. That's a very true point. And I think oh, yeah. that and I think that's a thing that a lot of guys uh because I she would fucking tune into this. <laughs> It's gonna be on the internet forever, motherfucker. Uh, but I think that's the thing that a lot of guys because right, I'll tweet it to her later. Because especially they'll be, they'll, it's very easy. It's, I mean, it's so seductive that attention when you walk into a room sure, and you're like, oh, sure. look at all these people who are excited that I'm here or whatever. And then you don't even remember that you showed up with somebody, and they're just standing around watching you, and they feel like they have to compete with the bar. Right. Like, right. whereas they should be like, I, like, I'm the person I, I that came say, here with you. Of all the thousands of mistakes I make uh, throughout life <laughs> and interpersonal and so on and so forth, that's one I'm extremely extremely mindful of because it, m- more times than I can count I've been somebody's friend at a party and we've walked in and now I'm alone now yeah. it's just me and a bunch of strangers and the right. one person I know it's is gone. off in the corner yeah I've been there or like I've walked I've gone into a party with like a hot girl the worst oh, when you're who is like just a friend I've and then everybody wants to hang out with the hot girl and I'm like I'm not even sure if there's a thing here or what and then at the end of the night I'm like hey I'm I'm going home 
I, you, I realize you're fucking in the bedroom. That's, that's, I just hope <laughs> just, that he no, can drive you. you know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go now. It's, and I it's know, been it very, sucks. it's very rude that you didn't even fucking introduce me. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very mindful of like anytime somebody walks, if I'm talking with somebody whose name I know yeah. and somebody else comes up, I will immediately be like, this is blankety blank. And a lot of that is, is character, like the right upbringing. A lot of that is maturity. You know, I used to be the queen of like not thinking about anybody else but myself. And I was like, we'd walk into a club and I'd take off, you know. But once I quit drinking and became a decent fucking human being, now I'm mindful of that for that same reason. But it it took, for me, I wasn't born with it, you know. So I, 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 when I have, you know, like with him, I would say to him, you know, this is what I need. Right. It's a very easy fix. It's a very easy fix. It's a simple matter of of like if you're willing to fix it that's yeah, the thing exactly. i mean that's yeah. the thing where it's like he wasn't very, willing because you know what it is a lot of people like don't people want people at home that are like i've had that problem the the very easy fix is you oh, if you go so into great. i'm getting angry if you go into like a, a party with uh who are anonymous people to the person that you came there with you need to walk into the party as if the two of you are one you yeah. can't fucking go. All right, stand over by the door. Everyone, I'm go around. everyone that you, you talk fucking... to, you need to build a bridge for yes. the person that you came yep. exactly. Because it's if you easy. end up getting peeled off, let's say you just went to go hit up the cheese platter. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe they found somebody who they could finally chat with, and that you could just you could be like, all right, I'm gonna go grab us some drinks, and they're occupied for five minutes, and that's fine. But you've got to make an effort though I, I've, socially. I've had, I've had male friends that have had girlfriends. Can't just leave a person on an island that I've met ten, fifteen times, and they've never introduced the uh-huh. girl. Uh huh. And she knows my name. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And we'll all be talking, and I feel really terrible that I'm like, I still don't know this girl's name. Yeah. And I can't ask her now. I'm like, you, but you I was were way too comfortable properly, in the social circle. Yeah, I was like, I was, <laughs> I was not, never properly introduced. Yeah. You were just, you know, it's, uh, you were a, uh, the girlfriend of a guy I knew, and you started talking to me, which is cool. But now I'm kind of pissed at my friend that like you didn't the moment you walked up say this is my girlfriend so and so. Like if you if you were the girlfriend, then that's when you're like I know your friends, I know your friends' names. Like right. why don't your friends know who I am? You right. Know? That's right. when that's when the fucking drama comes in on the way when you're like how come I know everyone in your social circle and they look at me like I'm a fucking stranger still. You well, know? you know, and it gets. I mean, hopefully I'll never have to experience this again, <laughs> fucking ever. But it gets kind of uh, convoluted. Now when she's you're, talking beyond the podcast. Like the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking right, second it. hour, bitches. I get it. Ever. I get it. Drop in. Right. Um, when you're dating comic on comic, shit gets fucking gray. It, the area gets gray because he would always be like, "Well, I assumed you knew each other." You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, They've been yeah. doing, you know, blah 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 blah, and that's what he would always. Oh, I assumed you knew each other. And that's it's just a like, simple fix. One sentence. Do you know? Yeah. But his whole argument for him, and and look, it's one of those things where it's extremely frustrating. But do you end a relationship over it? He could never correct the problem. He would be like, "I'm sorry, I'm just really bad at it." Was that ultimately the? Uh, of course not. But it well, it was okay. a culmination. It definitely was a catalyst to some other things. Yeah, it's it a was culmin- a, sure, sure. It's like a fissure that lets you see what's actually going on deep underneath the surface, where you you know like. All right. Well, this is clearly an issue, but like the the foundation for that issue is something else. Yeah, if he was a great partner, except just couldn't remember how to introduce me, it wouldn't be. But it was more (laughs) just like this general thing, sort of like disregard for who general disregard of anybody but himself. Right. Yeah. You know, and and that shit is not correctable except for patient zero. And what's right? And what's really tricky about that kind of shit is it it that shit takes fucking months to figure out. Right. Years sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it really it took me a year and 
going to have to figure out, oh, this is a selfish, childish motherfucker right. who's emotionally stinted and yeah. isn't going to grow in time. When you, when you meet a guy now, do you say, because I, I will do this to people I know. If I'm out with them and I notice they're the type that forgets to introduce, I will give them shit. I was go listen. Was when, oh, I always give. I always you, give. When shit. you take me somewhere, I need you to introduce. I yeah. need you to do that. Oh, I'll absolutely. give them a lot of I've shit. Ne- I've actually never really. I, there's a couple times where someone's been like, you know what? I didn't introduce you because I couldn't remember their name. And then right, I go, right. and then I go, oh, no, that's cool. Just oh, I tell the, them in advance. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know that guy. Yeah, I need you to fucking do exactly. the slingshot. He's I coming go, towards me. I don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and for, by the way, for people who ever use that excuse, I didn't introduce you because then you go, then this is what you'd go. Oh, here's my friend Danielle. Sure, sure. This is my friend Danielle. And then usually the person goes, oh, hi, I'm Peter. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, so, that's usually that's, what you that, try to do. Back pocket all the time. Thing, yeah. The unfortunate thing is when you go, oh, this is my friend Danielle, and they go, hi. And you're like, fuck, I hate you. I that, hate you. You, right. you got to roll with the good friend, though, who's like, and your and name, name is. is. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what that's, I always If, I, if right. my friend can't complete that, I'm not bringing you to the open bar, is what right. I'm saying. Right. Okay? Y'all right. need to know, well, we're going to have a conversation before we go inside. I'm like, the only reason I brought you is because I know that you can finish the end. Well, ideally, over the course of a few months, you would you would be like, listen, this is how we this is how we work as a team. This right. is how we work. Right. Right? Watch, watch you the don't Italian know, job and be like, listen. I will figure it out. You you know, by the way that you introduce, I will figure it out. And yeah, and it's never embarrassing if you're the person being introduced to say, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's loud. That's your job. Or like whatever it is. It's Even if job. they said their name, I'm sorry, what was that? Peter? Peter. Yeah, you can okay. do it again later on in the night. I'm I sorry. It was I forgot. Or right. something. Yeah. And right. it, you know, it's funny because these little, small, tiny things that we take sorry. for granted, um, you know, like these things that we you know are tend to be the things that like end up being these annoying like these are things that aren't deal breakers in the beginning of a relationship but towards the end they should be you know what i mean sure. right no well, like after you responsible for the flood after you've kind of you know like after you've kind of uh given them the grace period of like all right i'm feeling out who you are as a person I'm kind of sketching out my profile you know like these are the things that i'm noticing I haven't seen any major red flags to just shut down everything right now but then after time, you've accumulated enough data that you're like, all right, listen, these things don't look like they're changing at all. So unless you make some serious changes or you can have some real dialogue about what's going on here, I got to peace out because there's there's like too many small problems indicative of a much larger problem. And there's such a fine line between... Th- like accumulating data before making an informed decision and I'm trying to change the person I'm with. God, There's a Christ. fucking fine line between this. It the drives worst. me bananas. Yeah. Again with the bananas. Well, you know what it is? Sorry, it's, it's okay. It's no, on no, you. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's all Mitch. Yeah. Mitch is it's, you know what it is? It's a Tell thing him. too where like I've had I've had relationships before you know and someone's like, someone's like that's not who you are and I was like I just want to break your face right now mm-hmm. because like you don't like, like and you're like we've been together for how long and you have the audacity to say that like what? Who do you think I am now? And then that's when you just get mad at yourself for being like, like, oh, how? You know what I mean? You're like, how yeah, did I, I let you in? Somebody who paid that much attention uh, to say something like, yeah. that. You know, really <laughs> risk. No, they didn't. The, the, the irony is though, they didn't really pay any attention. They didn't pay right, attention. Right, they they had course. built some sort of false. But they thought they were paying. They attention. thought sure, that they were paying sure. attention. They wanted to be the kind of person that paid attention, right? That they were like, uh, I don't oh, even have that, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I guess I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's You know what? Like, I want the person who pays. At least pretend. And I want the kind of person even pretend if it's a to pay false, attention. I don't like, date people who can afford to pay attention. <laughs> See, you know, uh, it's like you know those those. Uh, there's always a thing in every biopic. There's always a thing where there's a couple. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's like the. 
you know, the, the charismatic dude who's like at the top of his career, but he's also like a mess, like on drugs or drinking right. or whatever uh-huh. it is. And he's just like, I'm ready to throw it all in. And the woman walks in, she sits him down and she's like, listen, you're better than this. Right, yeah. Yeah. You're the guy that goes into the room and lights up and yeah. gives this whole impassioned speech. I have waited 34 years for that fucking... <laughs> like, there's a part of me that, like, uh, wants to keep self-destruction around in my back pocket just to throw it out and see what happens yeah, yeah. because I want that speech. Never but had you're it. But me- you're not a, a mess enough for no, that. I, I've given I get, that speech, no, by the way. I get that. <laughs> I've given that speech. I'm, hope, I'm like, glad listen, that I'm not... Not only have I climbed that mountaintop, no, I, but you I, will I, never summit it. I did. Ever. I, in my, my, with, the, with my last girlfriend, it's sort of what ended us was towards the end of our relationship. Uh, in a period of a few months, my fucking uh, had lost the the startup uh, company I was with, like the job that I was both an internet TV host for them and their lead web designer. Mm-hmm. I lost both of those positions. The company was going over uh, under. They owed me like eight thousand, ten thousand dollars in back pay that they didn't pay me. Uh, my credit had gone to shit because I'd been missing all these bills, waiting for various checks to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother died. Oh um, God, so yeah, it's okay. Uh, she, the the girlfriend I was with at the time, we went through a little breakup thing just prior to that. So I was sort of had to win her back. So there was, um, and, and then I started drinking, you know, to, to sort of deal with all this yeah. shit. And, um, it was a as variety. The, as the schedule goes. Of yes. course. Yeah. <laughs> it was a variety of problems across a right. spectrum. It was basically, I was just, it literally the lowest point of my entire life. Rock bottom. And, when she kind of came back into my life, I naively assumed I was going to get that speech. Some sort of like, let's clean you up, slap me about the face, drink some fucking water, you, you lush, and let's, let's get you out there. And instead, all I got was, um, everything I did was wrong. Like the way I fucking packed the dishwasher, the way I drove, the way I parked, the way, you know, the, the way I phrased the joke on of what your expectations were. Yeah. It was like, all I got was, yes, you're a piece of shit, and here's a list of reasons why. Well, let me confirm all like, the worst things yeah. that you think about yourself. So it's that, funny. like, that destroyed me, like, as a person for a, a number of months before it finally, like, she was like, well, now that I've kind of broken you down to, like, a shell of a man, I'm gonna go, uh, fuck off with this rock star guy that I just met. And, uh, hey, have fun. And I was just like, <sighs> but then, so now it's, I gotta, I gotta have all that inside. But what I'm saying is that would be the time. You know, that's where it was like, if, if you, if she would have come in with some kind of, you know, build me up, you're better than this. Win one of, for the Gipper. If she would have done that speech, yeah. oh, I'd be married right now. I know. You know what? It's so funny. And this is, <laughs> I mean, I would. I'd I have be married some bad to the love of my you. life. I'd be like, this is the greatest person of, of all of all time. When I was at my lowest, she built me up because that's what you want. Right. But no, I didn't have. I have some really bad news for you, Uh-oh. and and this applies to me too um, because I, I, you know. The, as people, those people don't exist. They only do no, exist no, no. In the they absolutely oh, okay. exist. Okay. They absolutely exist. But it's they're never going to exist for you. And no. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because you're not <laughs> you the so kind high. of person that want. Like I don't get sugar daddies. Sure. Because I am never, it's not that I'm not cute enough. It's not that I don't have, you know, like there's plenty of girls that are not even close to as attractive as I am or have a good of a figure or as funny, whatever. It's not that I'm you not go, worthy of a sugar daddy, <laughs> but I don't, the kind of person that I am does not warrant a sugar daddy. I'm way too independent. Right, I sure. have, I'm loud enough. And you're not a narcissist who's going around subtly 
um, you know, to be to, to to warrant that kind of a speech, you need to be emotionally unavailable. And look, this is not something you can really even create. You're either this kind right, of way right. or not. Sure, sure. You need to be emotionally unavailable. You need to be a bull in a china shop emotionally in your own life and and in her life. You need to be a complete and utter acute narcissist and and just destruction. You know what I sure. mean? And um, treat her like shit, and then treat her like a queen, and treat her like shit, and treat her like a queen. That's the. And she's got to love that fucking Stockholm syndrome kind of thing. She's yeah, yeah because she. She, that, she thrives on it. That speech comes from a untreated Al-Anon. That's what that's what we would call it in our recovery. A what? Untreated Al-Anon. Okay. So somebody who is attracted to um, uh, alcoholics or drug addicts or dysfunctional or people, kind dysfunctional of dynamics. people who feel that their purpose in life they get they get a feeling fixing of self esteem yeah, yeah. yeah, by fixing the building. They don't feel they don't feel complete or whole. Well, if I'm, they're t- not I'm talking like even else. even in a miniature way. If I was if I had a bad show. Having like a you know you'll get them next time or like you know well, rah rah actually you know well, I'm sure like you, that, you, know? Uh, you mean but yeah no I you'll have I'm that with and you on, you've had on, that on the big dramatic scale yeah, yeah I kind of hope I show. never because I don't think it'll I don't I in my head I don't think it'll ever go that low again but but I'm saying but, ultimately you, know. you will be with somebody who will give you an element a, a microcosm sure. of that speech that's but all it's not really going to be yeah. right it's not going to be the kind of person that's going to dive into the depths of hell that you were in is either someone you've been with for years right um and is or truly a partner to that. Right. or someone who's addicted to that right. not somebody yeah. that no you're rekindling there's no middle ground with. there yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. there's no it's like i mean if they're going to give you that speech and then like the next three weeks they're just going to hang out no it's going to be the most fucking turbulent emotional roller coaster exactly. that you could possibly sure. be strapped into because yeah, that's why during that time or or just after that time when when you know we broke up and everything else like that and i moved out to hollywood i just was i just i just buried myself in yeah. in a random folks I mean, I mean, it was, uh, you know, because I was just like, look, I just need to feel anything but but fucking right. lowest of the low. And uh, but there are yeah. it is a very they tell um, you that doesn't work. But I'm telling you, it, it worked. <laughs> oh, distractions. Distractions uh, are fucking it's not amazing. so much distraction. It was like throwing himself at people. Yeah, it was like into uh, people. It's like if the if it's like if the building went down and I was like, fuck, I don't have the time or the money to get a construction crew out here. And instead, somebody was like, I've got a brick. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, put the brick on there. That's fine. And then after a while, I was like, holy shit, castle's rebuilt. Right. Basically that. That's basically what happened. Right. But then arguably. But they were all like mismatched bricks that weren't that great. Yeah, I mean. But I, whatever. I mean, that, I'm going over it I don't, now. I don't think fucking different people is a brick for everybody is what I'm trying to say. Sure. You know what sure. I mean? If, the, if that was a brick for you, Look, congratulations. I'm just, I'm just opening up about me. Right. right you right. open up about you. I'm, I'm trying to return the favor. Well, and you know, it is bad news about that speech. It's also bad news that I will never have the right guy on my front lawn with a boombox in Chuck Taylor serenading me within your eyes. Sure, that sure. sucks. Yeah. It sucks I'll never be a sugar, you know, that I'll never have a sugar daddy. It That fucking sucks. You know? I, there, does it I, suck, though? It does, yeah. It does really? suck. Okay. It does. I would think that you'd What feel is it that sucks like, specifically? Uh, that she's not, she'll never, never have, have a sugar, sugar daddy. daddy. I, I feel like, no. No, no, no. Like, I full on fucking want like one. It's, it, well, but Man. that's very easy to do. Yeah, no, it isn't. No. But here's the thing. It isn't. The, the, it, it is it, it is it is easy for me to go on a site like SugarDaddy.com sure. or MakingArrangements.com. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, making and, and yeah. basically, to me, that's prostitute. See, I, I, I okay. A lot of people would go. argue Break that having a sugar daddy is a prostitute, and I don't. And maybe it is. And technically speaking, I have no issue with being a prostitute. I really don't. Sure. Um, but 
it, for me, and we can talk about delusion. I mean, again, it's getting into delusion. Like when you strip it away, it's somebody giving me uh, money or indirectly it wears something for in exchange for my sex. You know what I mean? And I am totally fucking fine with that. What I don't want is to fuck some guy and have him leave cash on the table. I'm not fine with that. And it, some may say that that's being delusional because essentially it's the same thing. I don't care. I'm actually c- confused as where, I, where I, is the I difference? I can see. I can see the. Del- Delineation that you're yeah, making. Yeah, it's it because it. Is one it the is unexpected cash on the table. No, I know. No. I feel like what it is 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 more like I feel like uh, and and please correct me if uh, if I'm wrong and try to sort of tease this I'm out. I'm surprised but, that you're on with me on this because well, I, I, I I, it's, unnecessarily, it's unnecessarily that I I mean I'm, it's unnecessarily that I. Th- <laughs> I thought you were going to yell at me and be like, you're being fucking delusional. Uh, no. I, I'm not even, well, I haven't gotten there yet, but I, I think I'm, I'm just trying to sort of, uh, you know, sort of extrapolate the point that you're making uh, okay, to, okay. to Mitch's confusion. But I think um, the dynamic that you're kind of uh, trying to separate out is a sense of like with the sugar daddy versus more sort of like direct escort prostitution kind of thing. It's that sense of like, it's a relationship of like, I'm going to like take care of these needs or whatever. Sugar daddies don't have the same thing of like, I just want to buy someone, like put some fucking money in the dresser because I got to get my rock off or whatever sure. it's that sense of like i want to like take care of someone and pamper someone and like invest my affection and attention or whatever so like when we go places i can be like yeah like look at who i'm with or whatever versus just like hey meet me in this fucking hotel room and then there's an envelope and i'm out i'll see you two weeks from now right transactional versus like this yeah, drawn out and the other thing i i, I assume there's a degree I assume there's the, the element of the sugar daddy thing is that uh is that that feeling of like this is just how it is? Like at no point does he suddenly consider me an equal. I'm not building towards anything. <laughs> right. I'm just a a, a a constant whore, as opposed to like a whore on the clock. I get. It. Right. Yeah, and I don't consider. To me, I don't like. <laughs> and I use whore affection. Yeah, though. that's fine. I mean, I don't. I, <laughs> we've all been whores. It's okay. I. There's an emotional aspect of the sugar daddy relationship right. that is not present in a John yeah. trick, you know, a yeah. trick relationship. There's, there's, a, there's at least a sense of there's some kind of intimacy in some kind of way, which is not necessarily present. Yeah, yeah. I the, mean, and that's got to be familiarity. Right. You get to know the person. That's, there's that's, a connection. It's, the, right. it's been. Con- I, I mean, I've that. known maybe two or three in my life, like very rich guys who had girls like that. In their Do you lives. still know them? And are they looking for <laughs> a sugar daddy who's ten years past? Her Sugar Daddy Prime. Uh, <laughs> those guys, they, they want it. They, Most of them, I mean, like, I get those guys out of my life because that's not their only problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they, it goes the other way. Of course. Uh, the guy who wants to be a Sugar Daddy is fucked up in unimaginably terrible ways. Absolutely. Um, and so, no. That, I, 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 I guess if I was trying really hard, I could get you in contact, but I wouldn't do that to you. Mitch, you need, um, you need to go to the old Rolodex right now yeah, and see yeah. if you got any files. I just wouldn't. I'd feel like a terrible <laughs> human being for doing um, that. But, I mean, Unfortunately, it's, in LA, our all it's, sugar days are Armenian, up. and I'm not into that. Yeah, there you go. It's fucked up because even having it's really awkward when you're the friend of somebody who's doing that, and you're seeing it happen in front of your eyes, and you're, you're like, friend of the the rich dude or yeah, of the, of the okay. rich guy, and uh-huh. you're just like, like. You know what I mean? Because you're like, this is so obviously... Well, the conversations that they have with you are so awkward. Right. You know, where they, like the boast and the, the sort of braggadocio about it, you're just like, man, I really... No, that's be... just it. It's not even so much well, that. I guess they, they have this... They sort of... They, they it's They're like stealing something off the counter while staring at your eyes. And then just walking out the door, and you're like, like they you just you stole, the- <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? I, I just got some gum. And you're like, but you fucking took it off the counter. And they're like, well, they, I needed some gum. I've got some gum. And they won't admit that they stole. It would be like that. It's it's the same kind of thing where, like, 
they I don't know if they deluded themselves or they just don't want the fucking judgment from you. Right. Yeah, but they're kind of like, no, no, she's a good, you know, yeah, she doesn't have a lot of money. Oh, they always, so they it's fall, like, they why fall back. I think a lot of times her, I've, you know? I've noticed yeah. they always fall back on like all the nice things they provide or whatever. Where yeah. They're like, no, yeah. they look like yeah. I got this for her and I got that. Yeah. Like, look how yeah. much she's happy or whatever. Yeah. Like, look at look at all these good things that I'm doing, which I feel like that that that's yeah. kind of what you're saying, right? I mean, I worked I worked for a guy who uh, who fucking bought a car for a girl. And then, blows my mind, bro. and then he had it repoed when uh, when she started. He saw her like make out with some guy, and he as repoed. he should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. It's part of the transaction, but it was like one of those things where I was like, "How did you not see this going wrong?" You it's know on I mean? his fucking credit. I mean, well, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Was, you know what though? And to to to, to well, speak to him though, actually, was that he co-signed for her on the car and I then see. paid for it so that when he had it repoed, it didn't go on his credit. I on see. Hers. See, that's what I'm saying. So yes, yeah, so like, your, your man wow. probably anticipated that. That little oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. He's absolutely. not—he's not some sort of rookie in the old sugar daddy pool. Yeah, you know I mean, no. he's, yeah, he's no. You got to work that. He's got a template that. for his contracts yeah. and his, you know, it's co-signed just, it, deals. It's—it's—it's it, it's, it's a terrible, destructive. It's—I uh, don't know. It, it, it's gross as fuck. Well, maybe, maybe you feel that way. I don't. <laughs> Um, you do I, though. You just don't uh, want. Yeah. Maybe, but I want to try it. I right. want to experience that for myself. So, you know is I mean? there like a is there a particular thing? Because like when I've heard stories of the things that dudes are willing to offer women in this sort of you know sugar daddy sure, kind of sure. it it boggles the mind to like to to think that you would approach someone and be like, do you want a boat? Damn, and that's how your conversation would, kicks I, off. I, I, no, can, that, I can I give don't, you some insight. I don't on think that. that necessarily happens like that all I the mean, time. I mean, not not all the time, but that that does. I mean, I that, also, it just, they, very quickly once they start like broaching conversation, then then like I mean, they'll like what is like what would you like, and then they'll be like, do you want a boat? They'll just start naming things. I I know that that's a very sort of common thing. I don't think it's all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's like, not the kind of relationship I would ever. want. No, it's. Just, I'll tell you, like that's out there when, looking for you. When when uh, when a, a girlfriend I had became a stripper while we were dating, there she worked at a, a gentleman's club you know what i'm saying so they had the rooms and yeah. it was like she she liked the day shifts because she was like it's predictable it's not as scary the people aren't as drunk and uh you don't have to deal with so many people mm-hmm. you deal with like three or four and they spend the shit out of all their money on you right uh because they are just in that sugar daddy because they want to feel special right well. and they and they're in that so what the way it goes it starts off with you know how are things going she's gonna complain about something if you can think of quickly a way that money would help solve that problem, you throw it out there. Now a boat, while hey, cool. Well, she's this, not she's not going, I need to get across the Atlantic. It was just an example I, of a fucking no, no, I, I, I mean I that's the kind of thing where I'm like do you it's, like it's, what is it? I can get pieces. anything. It's little pieces. It's yeah. like he's because he wants to see how she responds to it. He wants to you know, if she's like, No, I don't take money from I don't I don't do that. Like I'm doing this right now, which it's a really hard line stance to take when you're when you're a stripper to be like, I don't take just money. Yeah. All right. I don't just take people. I work hard. It's like, no, you don't. You sit around <laughs> naked and somebody stuffs money in your panties. Um, so it's like you're already kind of foot in the door of the sugar daddy mentality. So they'll start offering see, see, feel you out on different shit. And then, you know, over time, yeah, they'll up the presence. I mean, you know, there was girls that she worked with that literally were, that hadn't paid rent in two years and drove a brand new car. That they traded in every year. Now that is bananas. Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I obviously there's all different kinds of sugar. So if you stop, I mean, when I if go, you stop getting on stage to tell jokes and instead get up there to shake your titties for a couple of bucks, you can find.
wine yourself a sugar daddy. Well, Craigslist yeah. is good too. Um, you know, but there's different kinds. Like, I, if you go to makingarrangements.com, you can, when you go on the site, because I've gone on it before yeah, yeah. just to see what it's about, you basically lay out what you want. I want money for rent. I want this and this and that. And that's making arrangements, which is right. how that works. Sure. Sugar Daddy, like, but the Sugar problem da- with those sites, I'm sorry to cut you off, but the problem with those sites is that it makes it seem as though a guy's just going to be like, oh, good, because I've been wanting to buy a car for somebody, which is like not the case. There's, Some of those there's a lot of women that go on there with this expectation that they can just make a bunch of fucking demands and there'd be a guy who's just going to pay him for it. Uh, uh, the, it's the not that way? W- no. It's, it's I can't accept that. A smarter way and the way that I've known women who have done it is they talk up all the great things about themselves and they're not real sure how they feel about this but it would be nice to have to not have to worry about uh this small bill in my life but i'm you know i love i love older men and i love uh, you know this and i you know i i i all these great things about me you know what i mean and how I don't know, and my it, girlfriend was on it and she basically just said i need 2500 bucks yeah month. dude i really can't go with you on did that she, bridge, did bro. you get it though yeah of course i can't i can't she go had with to you. interview a lot of different guys and i don't know why but like she, the offers are gonna come well she said she had to interview a lot of different guys because she wanted to find someone that was the right fit i don't know if that means there was guys that weren't into it or whatever but like she really didn't have any problems she just I feel basically like it's, told it's, them it's, yeah it's just a matter of like oh i have more i have also, options and also also, what she did was, and I guess I don't know what she did on her profile. So sure. she might have done that on her profile, but in person, what she did was she said, "What do you need? Why are you on the site?" Because ninety nine percent of these guys are married, so sure. they're all. What are you looking for? Are you looking for is your wife a paraplegic, and you really are looking for a main relationship? Well, you have to take care of your sick wife, sure, or do, you know whatever it is. And so, based upon what, how much time they expected from her and what they wanted from her, she gave a price, sure. and that's how it was. Sure, you know, and well, I don't. See, but that's that, and that's what I'm saying. That's that's more than just the girls I've known. They're like, oh, I could just go on there and ask for money. It's like, yeah, it's I guess not, you're right. That, that's all yeah. I'm saying is that it's it sounds right. like she has a little bit more refined yeah. approach. She's thought it through. Well, she's, that's more prostitution. This is straight up prostitution. She's she's <laughs> clearly, I got time to fuck around. She's thought it out ahead of time. She's got a plan. She's got the mindset prepared for it. Things like that. It sounds like a veteran. Whereas somebody who's just like, oh, I want I, you. I don't even have to fuck these guys. I can get free money. Those girls are the ones that are like, you know, they'll get. There's a good example of that by like a uh, MTV True Life. Uh, MTV True Life always. They had an episode recently where it was like, I'm like, I'm involved with the sugar daddy kind of thing. Um, one of the girls is based out here in LA, and she was trying to play the whole angle of like, I'm not gonna give sex or whatever, you know, like I'm not gonna do that. And it was kind of you're just watching it to like wait until that sex hammer drops, and then it all just ends very poorly. I'm offended by. I just want to side note and say I'm really fucking offended by women who think that they can have a sugar daddy and don't have to give up sex. I'm really I think that's fucking obnoxious. It's it was it was it's a fascinating thing. You would probably be very interested to watch her development over the course of this episode because, you know, she goes out to dinner with this guy and he's clear like it's very obvious from him that he's like that sex is going to come out at some point. And mm-hmm. you you basically are watching her just try to avoid the inevitable for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. He even calls her at one point and is like, "You know, you got to you know, this is an arrangement here. You got to, you know, turn up the heat in the kitchen and says, has she had he been giving her stuff already he had already like he paid for like a dress for her she was she's like trying to work and do singing and do music videos and stuff sure. so he like he paid for a dress he was like oh just give the just give the store my card when she called him up on the phone with her friends so he'd already he'd already dropped a, a solid amount of money for her and then he was supposed to provide like a limo and some other stuff for her to go to some big event 
And uh, and then as she was getting ready and getting pampered, getting her makeup on, she's just like, I'm checking on the limo. And they're like, yeah, we have no order for you. And then she called that dude up and he was like, I'm with my family. Click. And he dropped that game on her. And she just was just devastated, obviously, because yeah. she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. But he was just like it was. He was so casual. He's like, "Yeah, listen, uh, I'm hanging out with dinner with my kids right now, so like I can't really talk to you." Yeah, yeah. Uh, bye. Good. Yeah. You got but it. That's you how got that. It. Yeah. And it was. A, it was amazing though. It's got. I mean, you know, where it's like uh, to some of the things you're saying, where it's like, I, I, if you were going to pursue that path, I can't imagine that you would really be able to think to yourself like, "I'm just gonna get out of this with not giving up sex." Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I actually. Well, I, I mean, that's the that's the or like I'm gonna get as much as I can and then like break the fuck off. That's before. the general assumption. Of of women who who are just cat like oh, I'm just gonna check it out is uh, and they get they, the money and they're like they've usually heard easy. about it through a friend and it's like yeah, no there's no sex involved and it's like to get into one of those there's no sex involved is like I said Almost strip club is, strip club yeah. thing is an, it is a little bit more unsettling though because yeah, you're like absolutely. what is your motivation yeah, yeah. now do you yeah. know like it's not a straightforward I mean I, I knew a girl who w- went on kind of curious and whatever have you and uh, didn't really I don't even know if she asked for anything she was just kind of like I want to see what this whole thing is about you know whatever right. and talk to a guy you know send her a couple of like little items knickknacks and whatever have you she lived in the same town as him uh he wanted to take her out to dinner and all this stuff and it was a real fancy restaurant blah 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 he sent her a dress to wear on the date so she was hot she was yeah she was into that and uh she spent a lot of money and things like that and he was asking her just casually about her finances at some point and then uh, she had gotten up to go to the bathroom. She came back and he dropped like five k in her in her purse or something like that. And she's like, "Yeah, I ended up giving him a hand job." I was like, "Did he ask for it?" She's like, "No, no, he was driving me home." And I just was like, "You know what? This guy's been real good." I just pulled it out, you know, gave him, Fuck a, yeah. gave him a little handy in the, and he was just like, uh, "Dude, if a like, guy oh, dropped five awesome. k in my purse, he's getting a full on blowjob." You heard it here first, kids. <laughs> With ball work and everything. I mean, oh wow, you're throwing in ball work. A full on, the full treatment. Five thousand dollar hand job. A spa day for men, if you will. Were there no oils involved in that hand job? Oh, I don't, I don't know. And I'm not saying that my blowjob costs five thousand. I'm just saying that if you were to, you're saying that at the very least, you're saying that if five k, there's a blowjob a coming. That doesn't mean. That it's that's the it's cost. The, I get the, it. That's I get the floor as opposed sure, to the ceiling. Sure, if you sure. will. Kind of yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I thought that was okay. All right. There's yeah, probably multiple blowjobs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. blow yeah. you, your friend, oh, your dad. What do you got? Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't say that. That. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. But so again, she came back with like five thousand straight cash in her purse. Yeah, yeah. Which god, I that I, would that's solve what, so many of that's my problems. What, that's what First of all, your man, your man was rolling around with five thousand pocket change. I know. And that's what I'm saying is like her because I asked her the same thing and she she was like, look, he clearly like knew what was up. He knew to like. Like not make her beg for money. He just was sort of asking her about her finances because everybody's got something That's where they hot. can be like, "Yeah, I'm really having." And uh, so she got up and he put it in the thing, and then uh, you know he ordered you know another thing of wine or whatever the fuck they they finished up, and he's like, uh, "Let me give you a ride home. You got your purse with you?" And she looked down and she was like, "Oh my god, it's open!" And then saw the money, and he was like, 
Where'd that come from? You know what I mean? Let me it's give weird. It. So that's what she was like. Yeah, yeah. Danielle's all turned on over here. Sexy. I'm going to have to clean these leather <laughs> seats. I'm, I'm straight boner right now. Yeah, yeah. I got it. <laughs> I'm going to have to clean these leather seats. It's going on the board right now. Let's, now, what's... Uh, I'm just saying, that's, that's the slick way. I mean, if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. And she didn't really stick around with the, the that much because... She, in her head, she was like, well, I fucked up by giving him a handy that quickly because, like, shortly thereafter, he was like, okay, that's the price for a hand job. You know what I mean? And, like, then every time he did anything for her, he was, like, expecting something. And if nothing happened, it was even less later to where, you know, it's, like, at 500 bucks and fuck him in the ass or something like that. You know what I mean? It was like... Because that's the way it works. If you if you just go given a willy nilly hand job the first time you get you know five k, that might be the last five k. Right. He's not going to think, oh, how much would I get for ten k? Because he didn't expect that in the first place. So he might drop a little bit more, and she ups the ante. She's like, I want to keep the the money going, so she blows him. And it's like, well, that was only two thousand dollars that time. So he's thinking like, oh, okay, got this. This is easy. All to do is. Drop I mean, honestly, I'd just be happy with the five k even if we never saw each other again after that. I mean, that's right. she's giving a big fucking this thorough high again. five, and it's like I'm out. I'm yeah. very short sighted. That would be, when it comes to this that kind would be of stuff. once again. You were talking about why you couldn't end up with a sugar daddy. That would be the, there's I don't no know how way. To play there's the game. no way he's going to be like, oh well, that's it. I got a hand job. I'm done. Right. You know what I mean? If he thinks I got unsolicited hand job. After dropping five k in her purse. Well, so, I'll also tell you, you know, that I would never feel right about. Like he dropped five k in my purse, I jerked him off. We're good. Like I would never feel like <laughs> debt pay. Debt pay. Yeah, like that. We are it, like it's even a playing field. So I do. I don't feel like I could not return his call. Like that's the thing about the five k. It's like you say. Say he calls you the next day and he's like, "So did you pay off that bill? You do a little shopping for yourself? Yeah, like it would have to be. I don't even know if it I mean, would what do you be do? A, Hang up the phone? enough sexual acts. I think because I don't think I. I think it would more have to be time. Like enough. I, I don't see. That's the thing. It's like I can't. Yeah. See, yeah. it's that. That's the. It's all part of that long con. Like in certain mm-hmm. situations like that, where it's long like long game. If you if you know how to play this particular game. Yeah, I don't. You know what I mean? Like but that's because I've never been invited to play. I worked for a. I worked for a woman uh, at three different companies. Uh, two of them were adult companies, and one of them was a finance company. Uh, I worked under her. I wouldn't say I worked for her per se. She was a manager. Of like the department that I worked at when I worked at Vivid, and she was in that job for like three years before getting ousted, and then she went off to start another adult company where she was managing, and I went over there some years later, and uh, then she later got me a job at this finance company where she was a manager. In in the combined five years that I worked alongside her, never never even found a person who could prove to me a single thing that she ever did, Mm -hmm. like nothing. Like, no, if you walked into her office, she was on the phone chatting about a party. She was IMing, you know, on her computer, on Google. What was her job title? Manager of? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Different things. Manager of dick. She was at Vivid. She was the, uh, the department manager. Uh, of dick. of, of dick. <laughs> uh, because they split, they split the office into Hustler on one side and Vivid on the other. And she, she managed the Vivid side of the online, you know, em- empire, if you will. And yet, uh, you know, 
we would have. Why is there like talking or something? Yeah, what are you like, going on there? Video going on? on, on video in the background there. I don't know. Uh, Let me just go ahead and mute that anyway. Um, and and so uh, we would have meetings that would go like two hours, and we didn't talk about business. She just wanted to talk shit about like other adult webmasters or different sites or things like this, and it was, nothing ever got done. And she'd ask me to do stuff, and she'd be like, "Oh, it needs to be done by tomorrow midday." I'd finish it. I'd email it to her. Three months later, she'd be like, did you ever finish that thing? And I'd oh be like, holy God. fuck. This woman never did it. Now, I, in my mind, I'm like, I could not pull off a con that long. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be. Right. Because, you know, at the last, the last, like, office job I had, um, you know, I worked there for almost a year. For the last six months of working there, they didn't have anything for me to do. But nobody seemed to realize that. So they'd come in and be like, I don't know if you're really busy, but if you could just... And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it. And I'd take three days to do it. But I basically did nothing for six months. Mm-hmm. And every day I was like, what if somebody comes in here and asks me what I'm working on? Right. I don't have an answer. Right. I would just keep empty documents open <laughs> and just hope. <laughs> because I was like, again, what do I do if they go, what have you been working on? What have yeah. you been working on this month? What have you done this month? I'd be like, well, God, the game's up. <laughs> You're like, well, I, I commented about 10. I stare at the computer for about 15 minutes. It's like that yeah, office space Exactly, yeah. exactly. So in her situation, that's the same kind of thing. If you would have sat down and been like, what do you fucking do? What do you do? What have you done? What are you working on well, right Well, I'll tell you what something. Do. That long con. No, no, no. See, that long con. Do you have an extra? Is there another soda in there? Yeah, sure. That, oh, yeah. lo- that kind of long con person right. uh, has an answer. Oh, trust me. She oh, has a fucking I'm answer. Sure. If you, you, it's a, it's you a do fluffy not, answer, yeah. but she has You one. don't embark yeah. on the long con right. without having at least 90% of your answers already premeditated. Okay. Right, right. And, that, and this is this is these. We're talking about just your average long conner. Okay? Sure, sure. Sorry, I'm very impressed that there's a cherry coke. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the thing, thing ever. Thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, Still tastes the same. You know, your real top notch long conners, though. Sure, they're gonna have all the details mapped out. Okay, there's not gonna be a question they will feel that they have not anticipated in some variety. Yeah. That they can then revert back into. I'll give you. I'll give you a a, a, a very masters uh, of the a very weird example that I had from my uh, let's say late childhood, early teens. Bushka's a long con. Uh, my, yeah, Bushka's. <laughs> he keeps promising me love. Uh, <laughs> when I was when I was about like uh, I think eleven or twelve, uh, it was after my parents had gotten divorced. My mom had dated a few guys. She dated a guy who lived in our apartment complex. We had one of those huge Phoenix apartment complexes. It was like four hundred fucking apartments spread Ugh. across three miles of fucking. So set. depressing. Yeah. Sorry. So he lived. He <laughs> no, you're lived right. A, you're he right. lived in a separate. <laughs> you're definitely right. He lived in a separate apartment complex, and in his parking spot, he had a motherfucking DeLorean, and then he had a guest parking spot with a Mercedes. And and in his house it was all you know rich mahogany and leather bound books and very fancy guy, and at some point he ended up wanting a, my mom moved him into our apartment and I don't know how that came up I just know that at one point he lived in our apartment in our apartment he brought he had a full size this is by the way this is like ninety one maybe ninety two had a full size uh, photocopier. Like the kind of shit that you'd <laughs> see. Like in an office? Yes. <laughs> like a Xerox, not, your man was fucking balling, Xerox son. Your man was balling. It was about five feet tall. 
Damn, B. You know what I'm saying? Like a huge fucking. So did did he? I'm sorry. Did he give up his apartment in the building and move into yours, or did they yes. kind of have both units? I, I think that he had moved into our apartment. I think at first, I, I they may have split the thing. What I did just, he, What did he do with the DeLorean? At one point, well, that's that's what I'm getting. Okay. What, what's interesting is at one point he was like, I have to go drop off some things at my other apartment, you know, and pick up some other shit. And I went to him, went with him to this other apartment that was like a tower. It was very weird. It was like in the middle of a field it was this tower of a thing and he owned all excuse me according to him he owned all floors and they were all connected by a staircase in the middle of the living room so it was like it was four stories it had an airplane hanger i went in there he had an airplane and another delorean and a fucking wait uh, you man had a delorean and an airplane hanger Right. Now two here's DeLoreans, what's, here's two. A, yeah. Wait, he had two DeLoreans, an airplane hanger, an airplane, and a four-story apartment. Now what's weird is when we were at this place, it looked like a mess. It looked like a storage area, basically. But it was, you know, again, four stories, but just shit everywhere. Look, today you'd call him a hoarder. Right. And, uh, this guy, this guy stayed with us for three some odd years. And during that time. As her lover? Yeah. Okay. And, and during that time, that's a uh, long ass time. During that time, he never worked. He never went out and got a job. He'd yeah, sit no. on the couch and mm-hmm. he'd take phone calls. He had a fax machine yeah. and the photocopier. Don't know what he did with them. And whenever I would ask, like he would tell these wild, crazy stories that I was like, that that can't even be real. But I'm young and dumb, and I was like, okay. Um, he the whole time he would keep he would say maybe once every three or four months that he's waiting. Uh, he's closing this business deal with his partner, and uh, he's just waiting on his $10 million check from the sale of the Naturally, business. naturally. That went on for three-plus years. Wow. And but I have no idea. Like, that's a hell of a, that's a, hell of a long I game. I literally don't know what he told my mom to keep this con going. I don't know how he how he was able to trick her into not wondering about this tower apartment, why he lived in our tiny little three-bedroom thing that already wasn't very big enough for the three of us, much less some grown dude and all of his office fucking equipment. But you know what? All these kinds of things. And somehow that never came up over the course of three years. Yeah, but you know what's weird to me is that do you actually think that that $10 million check mattered to your mother at all? Like, do you think no, she no, was... No, no, but he did things like... What that sounds really, like his issue. What, that... what really fucked with me, like, kind of an emotional standpoint, as as weird as it might sound, he took us out in Phoenix. There was a place called Pinnacle Peak. It was, like, out in the edge of the desert where you could buy... You know, a, a, an exo- a just huge a mass of land for like a dollar. It was like the cheapest shit ever. And he was like, "We're gonna we're gonna move into one of these houses." And we went and looked at houses that in '91 were three four hundred thousand dollar houses, mm-hmm. which in '91 in Phoenix that in would Pinnacle be like Peak, a million. it would it no today those are like two three million okay. easy yeah because the house I lived in in high school that my mom and my stepdad later guy uh, ended up buying was was a hundred and twenty five thousand. And then in 2006, I think it was, I looked it up and it was worth 785000 Wow. And I was like, Jesus, in the course of like not even a decade. So these houses that we're looking at that were already three, four, five hundred thousand dollars And there was one way to do that was $1.1 million. And uh, granted, size of scale, when you grow up, everything looks bigger. Right. My recollection was that it looked it looked like somebody wanted to build the White House in the desert. It was enormous. It was like 15, 20 rooms. Wow. So we would look at all these houses. I'm talking like he'd talk to the real estate person, put in an offer, you know, things like this. 
it, he got to such a degree, I slept in one of the houses. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, we're moving in next week, you know, if you want to stay here tonight. And I was like, awesome. Yes, I do. Well, you, and I slept in what would be my room. And then... You my know, friend's nothing. mom is married to a guy like that. Um, he, it's it, all the same thing. I mean, not, really? not, yeah, it's not, it's not the DeLorean, but it's, you know, it's all those things. And I, I don't, we don't really know what his backstory is. I mean, my guess is there must have been, he must have gotten some things in a divorce. There must have been a trust somewhere where at one point he had money. I mean, he does Came into own a big these things. Yeah. Thing. Or somebody died and he got these things. I mean, he owns these things. Sure. But it is sort of, you know, in this, it's not, I don't think with this, particular dude and it sounds like with your right it wasn't actually a con because he wasn't really trying to get anything as much as it was his own illness like he thought these things were happening uh, you know what i'm saying right, right. like it's he, less of him trying to flee something out and of more your about trying to validate the stories he's told himself right. just trying to keep right. his own well, facade th- this, intact this one did actually turn out to be a con all that shit what that was he, he trying to get all those different i'm guessing he just like had no he, he basically his options had run out kind of thing yeah his options had run out and then he but what if, why couldn't he have lived in the storage unit yeah all those things those were actually that belonged to his business partner I see. So, well, I like mean, the I DeLorean, the business partner paid for that extra spot for the DeLorean. That's I why see. he had two parking spots because his business partner was like, "Look, I don't know where the fuck to put it," and yeah. then was ultimately like, "Oh, I bought this place where I just store all my shit. Come park it in the airplane hangar alongside my other DeLorean," and that's why we went out there. Like these are the things I found out way later. Right, you right. Know you know, but actually, yeah, yeah. arguably, this man that my friend's mom is married to could possibly have the same sort of story. Right. Um, but he's constantly but doing stuff like putting married? offered like in. Constantly. Well, she can't. She doesn't have an income. Um, oh. She married him because she thought. I mean, I don't know if she ever loved him, but she married him because she thought he had money. Mm, you know what I mean? Right, and right, uh, right. and she found out that he doesn't. He's constantly putting. They they. But I'm sure she she did she get that impression because of what he led her to believe. Yeah, and also, but here's the thing: they don't not have money because they were living in a hotel for like a long time. A lot of people live in hotels these days. But I don't mean so like the fucking fuck you know rent kind by like the Ramada hour hotel kind of i mean like a holiday inn express yeah, or something yeah. but they were living if to live at a hotel for you know several months you, there has to be some money somewhere sure. uh, yeah, yeah. i mean you know there is actually a, a phenomenon i think it's uh i think it might be colorado but there's there's a lot of people who have sort of been just caught in the midst of the downturn uh from the recession who just have been kicked out of their homes so like the hotels now refer to them as the weeklies because they re-up every week to pay to live in the hotel essentially so you've got a lot of hotels that are just like housing people Sure. Because sure. there's there's this like middle ground between homelessness and, and so I don't think that, I don't know if that's necessarily your situation, but yeah, I think it, yeah. I like just. But if like, you can afford, I mean, living in a hotel has got to be. It's a it's a weird well, place because like rates are different. Yeah, so like and, 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 and you'll, 50 you'll bucks a night. Well, you'll buy out. They'll buy out bulk kind of time sure, in the sure. hotel and stuff. So like it's an inter- it's a really interesting phenomenon because the hotels have started to accommodate more long term guests and yeah, got, a lot of them have kitchens. Right, you've got you've got you know, and you you'll go into the lobby and you. We'll see kids doing homework and stuff because there's all these families and such there. Um, so I mean, I think that's the only reason why uh, you know li- listening to what you're saying is, is I mentioned that because I I know that there are certain areas of the country where like hotels which are already experiencing a sort of a bust because they don't have as much tourism or anything like that. 
they're sort of recalibrating themselves to be like these transitional housing for people who are in sort of destitute situations, especially right. for families. And they say, okay, well, we'll give you a break on, you know, renting out for a sure, month or whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of services that start to sort of attune themselves to hotels. So there's like kind of a weird uh, shift happening in certain regions where, where hotels are just sort of like a safety net for people catching them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. It's on the American I, prospect. I, I gotta I say the uh, the the situation your your friend's mom is in. I mean, if she's not working, my mom was working the four jobs, so it was like you know, uh, it, it, it very weird. And it was one of those things I never really got to like ask her about to some de- you know to a great like detailed. Degree. Oh yeah, because she's passed on. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, even you are know, you it angry was like, about it still? Uh, no, I think it was just an interesting, um, I mean, I, I guess I'm angry on her behalf, but uh-huh. he never did anything You're wrong. not angry at her. Yeah, yeah. No, not angry at her, definitely not. Did you no. have you ever looked him up on Facebook or anything like that? I don't even, look, he went by initials. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> like, I never so knew shady. his name. I don't even remember what, what it was, like TJ, I think, or something like that. JT, JT was his initials. That's all I knew him as, JT. I don't, I have no idea beyond that. Uh, and I, my his parents eventually. I guess my mom had ended up talking to his parents, and uh, they were like, "That's when like a lot of shit came out. Like, here's what this and so on and so forth." Because it, it was around the time my mom actually just went ahead and got a house for us, like on, right. on with her own credit, with her own money. She was like, "I I bought a house. We're gonna, we're gonna go move into the house." Mm-hmm. And like my recollection was when she said that he just left, but I don't. The timeline's a little. You funky, can't. You, but, you, you know. don't have a resource to thread everything back together. Yeah, right. and it doesn't. I mean, whatever. It's interesting, and it's sort of like one of those. I kind of forget weird about memories. it. I yeah, remembered yeah. it tonight, and I was like, "Why did I not?" Uh, but I don't. You it's know, weird when those like weird childhood memories resurface, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, I really and got look, no context for anything that happened." Do I? and you <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. you look at them through adult eyes, and it's like, "Wait a second, that what I always believed that to be doesn't make sense in adult right. world." Yeah. Sure, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then you're like, "Goddamn, I was that." Yo, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. I was so gullible. Yeah, I just swallowed all that bullshit. Also, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, very strange. It's. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it's a thing too, where it's like you know, I've, I've had a lot of situations uh, uh, recently. And, you know, I always I was talking with Mitch about this before the show, and uh, my birthday's coming up, so I always get really reflective. Happy birthday! Well, thanks. When's I appreciate your birthday? It. Uh, May fourth. Okay. Uh, May fourth so be with yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I always I always just get really reflective around that time and just kind of process the past year and just a lot of things and stuff. And then you know, or just there'll be memories that will come in from something that will be way back in my adolescence and I'll be like first of all I can't remi- I can't even believe that that was a fucking thing that happened and then you're just like you look at it like you're saying through adult eyes and you're like damn like I really like I'm lucky that I feel like I managed to make it through there you know because yeah. of so many different external forces that were kind of pressuring sure especially when it comes to your parents and stuff where you're like oh so that is why you brought this random person into my life who I hated and resented awesome good to know right, right. that's why right. that was happening mm-hmm. good stuff yeah it's like my my sister is now the age my mom was uh maybe actually my sister might even be a few years older than my mom was around that time yeah you know and she's she's got a boyfriend now they have a kid and everything else like that i'm sure they'll end up getting married uh but prior to that you know for a year and a half two years she was single and dating and so she basically lived the exact life she had two kids at home oh she did yeah she had two kids at home you know and she she works hard she's you know she had a house she always gave him a place to you know they all was well i mean you know it wasn't right uh but right but she she had 
when I went out there recently, we talked, she, she had related, she was like, yeah, it was weird to kind of go, I'm in the place in my life where mom was, you know, after her divorce and I'm at that same age. And so it's got to be yeah. very strange for her to be like, oh, like, you know, right. Right? Yeah. Like when you see your parents as human, yeah. I, yeah, I actually, it is very weird. I had a, I had recently, where I, like I, you know, I, I, I uh, like, uh, recently I, I was like, I just realized that like, I am like, I passed that threshold of the age that my mom was when she had me. Right. My dad. Like my dad was a couple oh, years yeah. older than her, but I, that was just a very surreal moment. Where I was like, okay, well, that is a, like, that's a My lie. mom had two ch- children by now. Yeah. Right. And we like, that, the, when you take that in, when you like really process that, you're just like, holy fuck that is a lot to do right now uh but it was just it was a way i was like walking down the sidewalk and i just like stopped because i was like oh fuck that is yeah. what's going on yeah. right now damn yeah. that's what i'm at in life well, yeah my dad's been married three times so you know uh and probably by 1999 i remember i was living in seattle rainy night i was talking to him on the phone for like four hours and he explained the, how he met my mom all the way through to like about a month after the divorce and I remember after I finished listening to it and everything, we hung up and I was like, that literally could just be a friend of mine who, <laughs> who like just went through all of that. Like, yeah. because the way that he explained it, cause my mom was always like, when it came to the divorce thing, she's like, when you're old enough, I'll explain. Or then like three years, she'd be like, you're old enough now. And every time it was a different reason. And I was like, what the fuck? So my dad broke it down in such a way that I was like, oh, fucking that all makes way too much sense it, like it bothered me that it made sense because yeah. i wanted it to be Not this true. mystical thing that yeah. i didn't understand dad was like let me just tell you all this logic and shit yeah. do you ever think about your um i i this i do this sometimes and i did it a lot more like when i first started to get that my parents were human <laughs> um who my mother was like are your parents still together by chance no oh, okay. not at all okay but uh who my mother was okay so if i look at everybody as like who that was that character was in high school right okay. you right. know because that all is right. sort of uh, in a way like and i i try to think of like who, who was my mother in high school uh, or even you know in college or adult years or whatever and who my dad was like who in my life, the characters that I know in my life, who, these who would people? play my mom or my dad out of <laughs> right. everyone that I know? Sure, you know, sure. and when I start to match those people up, oh, that's a fucking trippy thought. <laughs> yeah. It's very trippy, but I will say that it really helped me. It fast forwarded more than anything uh, forgiveness and understanding in both of my parents when I did that, because then they became a friend that I could, you know, someone that I know that I could, I could have compassion for, um, as a human rather than a parent that I expected more from, you know what I'm saying? Um, and there are of course some things that like, I just, did the person that you identified as would be your dad, were you like, I need to marry this man? Oh God, no, no, no. But I did end up, um, (laughs) I have that theory. (laughs) No, but I have, but my dad isn't a good guy. So, I mean, it's not, you know, if, if I had had, you know, it usually goes in one or two directions. And usually, when the experience with the father is positive, that's when that happens. When sure. it's negative, it usually that's isn't. when all hell breaks loose. Yeah, Although yeah, I yeah. have emulated my dad and a couple of boyfriends, unfortunately, and those were the boyfriends that I this tend is during to the have. Drinking days. No, no, no. My last boyfriend was my dad. No, oh, okay. probably the closest to my father. Um, and I don't really know why that was. I definitely don't think I sought him out, but I do think that he came into my life and I hooked into him deeper than maybe somebody else would because of that reason. Mm. You know, I, I wasn't able to have 
um, you know, logical, uh, sound decision making around our relationship as much as I should have because of that element of it. Right. Yeah. You know, but I don't, I don't think that I sought him out. Um, you know, uh, like I don't date me. My dad's a musician. I don't date musicians. Like I just don't across the board. Like it just doesn't yeah. happen. You know, I feel like that's, like that. I feel like that's kind of a general that. kind of thing where you're like, if there's like that one kind of really identifiable aspect that you can kind of pinpoint, and you're like, I'm going to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, I don't date crack addicts. You know, my dad smokes, has smoked crack. He was, a co- you know, I don't date musician got, addicts. Got like a real solid red line where you're like, listen, like you can be a lot of things, but like meth, fine, but crack. <laughs> That's not going to happen. It's too oh, much like home. Oh, man. That's great. We've, we've had a lot of meth things on the board as we round this show into its finale. But meth, fine. Not but crack. crack. Did you, did no. you ever see uh, Tideland, Terry no. Gilliam film? That might, that'll either fascinate you or, or deeply depress you. I don't it's know. called Tideland? Yeah. It's a Terry Gilliam film, and it basically... What else did he do? Terry Gilliam, oh shit, whole bunch of stuff. Man, all, all the all things. the Monty Pythons. <laughs> he was the director, okay, and one of the writers. He's played like bit parts in them. He also directed Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, okay, uh, Brazil, my favorite movie of all time. Uh, Who's in uh, Brazil? Uh, that's a, it's like an old English film. Okay. I don't know. You you, you Brazil's know one of those old it. Hollywood tales of just like a movie making experience. Yeah. Gone that's why I got the three disc right. set. that has got all versions. Yeah, it's just like uh, a classic case of it, all the bad things happening in a movie making process. Yeah, Terry Gilliam has the worst like luck for making uh, films. There's documentaries made on how terrible things go when he makes a film. It's mm-hmm. just like it, yeah. uh, Twelve Monkeys, uh, okay. um, Baron von Munchausen, things like this. Uh, anyway. Um, Tideland is it takes place like in the desert and it's sort of this deadbeat dad but he's a, he's a rocker musician played by Jeff Bridges he's a musician guy they live out in the desert in some like dilapidated like trailer and he's got like this 8-year-old daughter and it's just the two of them and it's sort of she's just an innocent like girl with a wild imagination yeah. wandering around in the desert and, and it's sort of how she takes in the fucked up adult things that are happening with her dad uh, through her eight year old brain. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very. Uh, you seen it? I have seen portions. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking rough, right? It's a fucking tough trip. Yeah, I don't. I I, uh, I, I, a, I did not. I don't think I finished it because I was watching it like late at night and I was like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> I don't need all this right I'm now. Good. It's, been a day. it's, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, Terry Gilliam's my favorite, so like I'll watch pretty much anything he does. But uh, it's it's. Not my favorite Gilliam film. It's a it, tough watch. It's it is a tough. It's a watch. fucking tough movie but to watch. It's uh, oddly enough, I I sounds like Bridges' character in the film. What very little you've told me about your dad is kind of uh, the same kind of character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if it would be a terrible idea for you to watch that or be kind of like, oh, that's an interesting. Yeah, I don't know the I answer know. to that either. I, I my guess <laughs> you is you should only know it within a few minutes to, of watching. I don't mean to <laughs> kick you right back into therapy for twenty. No, years no, 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 no. I, I it probably would. Uh, Probably not be a great. Maybe idea get the trailer first, that. and then and then. Uh, and oh, that's so weird. As the trailer shows you fucking nothing. Yeah, right. like, I think what? I think the trailer is very different right. between you and I versus Danielle. Danielle would probably pick up some all things right. in the trailer. Right. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Now that you kind of know what it's about, like when I saw the trailer, I was like, "What? Well, <laughs> just, just like a tree." Oh, this looks like a feel-good desert film. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or just like shut down her well, laptop and be like, a, "I'm out for it." Of a daughter and her loving father in the desert, and he plays music. This is wonderful. No. So it was it, not it was Terry Gilliam's uh what he was trying to say is he was looking inside himself to deal with like the pain of life and what he sort discovered when he looked inside himself was that he's an 8-year-old girl. Right and it's just the sort of uh the 
the innocence of that. So of, he the wrote it. He wrote it. Okay. And the the wrote sort of innocence it, yeah. that that embodies, and it's really just a very sort of. Uh, brutal dissertation on watching innocence run against various jagged rocks of reality yeah uh yeah. and it's uh i mean it's 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 certainly uh yeah i mean it's one of those movies i feel like you watch it and you're like all right i got what i need to out of this experience and i'm done uh-huh. yeah i would never own it on dvd or anything yeah, i mean like you see it once you're like I'm, we're good we're good here yeah good. Good. yeah brazil though that's that's good for repeating <laughs> As is twelve monkeys and period. You know, it's funny. Solid. I always get twelve monkeys and seven confused. I can't picture. I used to for a long I time I until I, I used to, and then I saw twelve monkeys, and then I was like, I still am going to get confused. And it's Brad Pitt and who else? Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah and twelve Brad monkeys. Pitt and Bruce Willis. And is Ashley yeah. Judd in that? I don't know if she is, but. 12, you know, it's just so they're both. Who's t- the girl? There must be a girl. I can't remember. I can't yeah, remember. But, but, but I, remember. I mean, like I have, I have vague pieces of things in my now. brain that can just enough delineate twelve monkeys from seven. But it's I, o- I think it's only because I've haircut. it's only His because I've worked different. really hard at it. Right, that's true because he I've does have the same haircut, haircut yeah. in both of them. But yeah. no, I I, I I can't say that I've personally ever had that uh, mix up. But I can I'm I'm, of, I'm a ride with Danielle. Yeah, on this yeah, one, bro. It's, it's fine. Tough, bro. I can kind of see it just because of the uh, you the, get a lot of dystopian fucking urban Madeline Madeline Stowe. Or Stow? Stow? I don't know who that name is. Uh, you know what I just Stow. realized? First of all, we've been doing this show for a long time. Uh, we've been in this spot for a while. And I did not realize that your fucking bulb up here is a disco lamp that changes colors. Oh, no yeah. one has well, ever, no one fair. has ever turned that on until Danielle right now. And I was like, why is there red, yellow, purple flooding from the bathroom? And I turned around and I realized you got a fucking disco ball. In the back of the studio, son. How you keeping that shit in the wraps? That's a weird way to phrase it. It's actually, uh, it's a, it's a full spectrum LED bulb. It's a disco ball, son. Well, what it does is a one color disco ball. It can, it can, uh, emulate any color that you type into the remote. It'll give you that color. You click it into the, you know, you add a little blue, add a little yellow. You got some kind of crazy ass future light bulb that's been here the whole time. Yeah. You never fucking told me that. I got one in the living room as well. You ain't never told nobody nothing about no future light bulbs, son. How are you going to be sitting on future technology like that? I'm supposed to trust you, B? We're supposed to build some sort of network together, son? And you got fucking future technology that you're just holding on to? 22nd century shit? In the words of Willy Wonka, surprises around every corner, but nothing dangerous. <laughs> there you go. That's, you just blew uh, the lid off of one of Mitch's most top secret uh, top projects. Secret, nothing. You ain't told nobody about that, son. Who knew about that? Who knew? Teddy, I got a lot of things in this apartment you don't know about, I know but that. I wouldn't call them a secret. You just never asked. <laughs> okay, all right. That's you fancy saying talk. what I'm saying? That's fancy I mean, talk there. I, you know. <laughs> you don't know what's in the goodie drawer. You know what I'm saying? It's the same kind of situation. You'd never ask. But you know, I'm never going to see the goodie drawer light up in four different colors. You don't know that. Maybe oh, is this so me it, turning on the yeah, light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And ne- I've never knew that there was a fucking <laughs> disco ball in the back. So you just blew the lid off his. I will show you the fancy. The, you know, you know, in the bathroom, there's that little like remote off in the corner. That's for the light. Oh, I was wondering what that was. Yeah. Yeah, and my and the I'll smoke detector from my living room, which is Danielle way too just, sensitive for everything I cook. She just found the hidden bookcase in Riffopolis. There you go. <laughs> it took us seventy episodes. There's a hallway in here, but she did it. Yeah, it's all right. Well, this is your first one in the new in the new studio. She so fucking broke good. it down. Yeah. Well, uh, we're we're a little over, but that's fine. 
Because it was a. I mean, so I'm bummed that we didn't uh, get to play a game. No, did you want to play, play, play some Google wanted, Feud? Yes. All right. Can we, can do, we do, it? do it? Yeah, we haven't played Google Feud in fucking her, forever. Uh, that we had Let's fucking Feud. do it. Did you play it last time? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you got you got pens. Here you, you got? go. Here you go. Here's your pen. Here's your uh, notebook. Mitch, you okay. want to explain to the people at home what Google Feud's all about? Yes, Google Feud is uh, much like Family Feud, where you, uh, on Family Feud, you, you say, uh, name something <laughs> your husband does in the bathroom, or whatever, and then or... it's survey says, but instead we use Google. So you, you, you think of a partial sentence, and then we try to guess three of the things that Google might suggest to finish that sentence. So there you go. Um, gosh, I haven't played this in so long. I don't even know so if good. I have a. That's uh, great. I have a. I thing. don't feel like these kids are mine. That's a good one, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's in the old um, archives there. It's in the. Ar- <laughs> uh, okay, then, I, I, I got a, I got a good starter. Unless you got, unless you have been sitting on one. Nope. This will be a weird one. I'm sure it'll come up with some strange, strange answers. All right, let's uh, got Mitch. <clears throat> Where does Justin Bieber? Oh no! Are you gonna check? Are you gonna check first? Let me check first. Yeah, I'll do a quick. Uh, Come on, do the perusal. Why the hell is my fucking pen? Being Let's a see bitch? what's going on here. But, but then you you can't if you check first, you're not gonna be able to. He's answer. just gonna check to make sure I that just, we have. I just a, use uh, my periphery. I don't actually read it to make sure that there's a, a Where answer. Where does Justin? I don't even know if I'm spelling his name. B e i b e r. Okay, let me just go to Google.com. Do 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 do. Where does Justin? B I E B E R, yeah. Look, I, I'm okay. I, All it right, feels good go. to me. I don't okay, know. Okay, here we'll we see. go. Here we go. If I want an easy win. Oh, yeah, I me too. It. Do I, I got it. Be- no, it's the first round. All right. All right. Everybody's All right. going. It's fine. Go fine. big. All right. Mitch, what All right. you got? Where does Justin Bieber keep his monkey? Ooh. He's got that pet monkey. Where does Justin Bieber get the fucking nerve? Damn it. I got that one too. Ooh, really? Oh, damn. Up top. How dare you? Bam. How dare you? Where does Justin Bieber get his hair cut? Oh, that's a solid play. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, where does Justin Bieber live? Because I'm, oh, I'm playing what, a win. I was, saying, I'm playing like, I was gonna put that, but I was like, oh, but that might be. This all right. is why she it's talked about this on the elevator because she fucking on. came to now, win. Now, mind Google you, uh, the lower down in the results it is worth more points. Sugar. So that might be the top one. It's only yeah. one point. That's but okay, but as long as I make this, where does Justin Bieber pray? Oh. Uh, where does Justin Bieber put his penis? Oh, that's a fair play. That's a that's a personal one. Teddy. Where does Justin Bieber get the nerve? Yep, there we go. Uh, where does Justin Bieber get his drugs? Ooh. Uh, also, you think Google knows that? Uh, where does Justin Bieber get drunk underage? Oh, that's good. That's, Thank you. That's Thank interesting. You. Thank you. I mean, he is that, and he does that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Where? What you got does for me? Justin Bieber. Number one. Live. Uh, there you go. One point. Shop 
Live 2013. Live in what is his address? Jesus. Hang God. out. Live oh in California. God. Live in Calabasas. Live 20. Uh, it's all live. Danielle it's just all Danielle live. just nailed the whole Google feud. I guess we got to give her ten points. We've got to give. She fucking is a clean sweep. The, the entire we've thing, never, except for hang out and shop. I'm gonna every, go ahead and give you. I'm gonna give you ten thank points. Thank you. I appreciate. Oh I really should have done that. I am a not smart she man. She just crushed I'm it. I am a right big now. dumb fuck. All she right. She crushed it. Danielle, do you Arguably, I'm a girl, so. I mean, I, it's fair. I know it's, what women want. It's cool. It's good. I, you know, uh, you. I will I will forever regret not putting that down. That but is, whatever. It's okay. Brutal, brutal point round. That is money, maybe the most brutal round of Google Feud. <laughs> yeah. I think we've, I don't think anyone's will, ever put up a 10 spot followed by two goose eggs. Uh, rough. Rough, rough, rough. Yeah. That's, that's solid. Do you? Thank What's you. your uh, partial sentence? Not that it matters because you already won. But <laughs> oh, do I come up with a partial? sentence You got sentence one now. now? Yeah, you got one oh, now. Oh yeah. wow! And I'm coming okay. back. I'm storming back on that ass. Um. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh. Um. <laughs> Teddy, if you got one, feel free. Okay. Uh. Oh, you, you go. You go. You go. No, go, Teddy. Okay. Um. My neighborhood is. Hold on, it's very difficult for me to spell neighborhood blind. Neighborhood is. Yeah. Feeling good. All Feeling right. Good. Okay. Here we go. All right. I'm taking the crown in the second round. <laughs> we'll just see about that. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure mine are all shit, but feeling I, was, good. I was trying. I was trying. Feeling good. I think I got one that'll get a point. Daddy, start us off. Uh, my neighborhood is poor. Mm-hmm. My neighborhood is fat. Mm. Uh, my neighborhood is the neighborhood itself is fat, like yeah. the cul-de-sac. Yeah, is yeah like, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, my neighborhood is filled with immigrants. Ooh. Mm. Uh, my neighborhood is too white. Oh, damn. My neighborhood is dangerous. That's mm. good. That's my good. neighborhood is becoming gentrified. Oh, man. Ooh, I was going to do that good one. Run. Good run. Good run. Uh, my Feeling neighborhood good. is black. Mm. <laughs> uh, my neighborhood is ghetto. Mm. That um, is definitely on there. <laughs> this is an obscure one, but I'm going with it. My neighborhood is in Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's probably like in a song. That'll be on there as like a lyric. My Where does Justin Bieber in my neighborhood? No. <laughs> my neighborhood is turning black, getting bad. God damn it, ghetto. that's the number one answer I Going and down ghetto. Boring, Come on. Killing is ghetto. Nine points. Holy shit. Overrun by baboons. What? I should have gone with that. Nine Overrun points. by baboons. Jesus. How did I not go with baboons? Danielle was put a I love how my neighborhood is blank is like on there. Yeah. Like, like yeah. someone just got killed. Someone's like, my neighborhood is. It is. It is. All right. That's an existential neighborhood. I know, dude. Yeah, I've never seen points. anybody have this. That's 11. 11. Yeah, she's the got, last there's one. There's two. Nine. And ghetto. She put oh, that no, in No, no. We were going for exact if there's an exact. Oh, exact. And she had black. And she had black. Turning black? Oh, I just had. Yeah, I just wrote black. You tell me. I'm going to. All right, fine. 
fine, fine. It's the first it's, answer, all right, all right, which is depressing right, as all right, fuck. All right. Okay. It's Nine so plus depressing. one. Teddy's, Teddy's so black, ten, by the ten way. Points. Ten points. <laughs> Danielle was really on a campaign for these points right now. <laughs> she is like, I, I want to annihilate everything about Google Feud. She has put up Jesus. two fucking decades in her first no right. one has ever no yeah, one has ever seen the history of Google Feud this oh thank you, you wow. this could be the very last game of Google Feud that we ever play you could be the first person in Google Feud history to ever post three rounds of ten points three wow. rounds of double digit points that's amazing I mean I Google a lot so I'm wondering <laughs> if that has anything to do it with it it very well could play into a factor this I mean next- technically the highest amount of points you could get in one round is 29 yeah. 10 plus 9 plus 8 yeah, plus 2. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you okay. are. You the are, 2 would be if, a, if it's particularly are. hilarious, you get 2 points just for, so this just is, for coming in. This one's on you. This one. This okay. So, all right. Here we go. Uh, <clears throat> um, well, I, my, my inclination is to say, uh, my boyfriend asked me to. I might be a little long, but we'll see. All right. My, okay. Uh, hold on. Asked me to. My boyfriend asked it me. Feels, it feels like it's long enough. Do my I feel like you're okay. Me. You know what? My boyfriend asked me. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I, I'm we'll with take, you we'll on take, the we'll two. Well, my boyfriend asked me to. Okay. Here All right. We go. We're going to go with that. If it fucks up, we'll do another round. All so right. Here why, we go. Why, okay. No. I'm putting no. up. No. I got this. This is all me. I'm putting up 30 points. I'm in this gonna, round. You know what? I bet you I have identical answers to Danielle, too. I bet you. Probably. I, I'm in the mind on this one. This one's. I'm running for it. I'm, I'm running for it. I want the crown, son. I may have double goose egged so far this game, but this this round is me. Danielle. Danielle, what you got? Uh, my boyfriend asked me to do anal. Mm hmm. Yes. Uh, my yeah. boyfriend. <laughs> My boyfriend asked me to... I like it when people say perform anal, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. My boyfriend asked me to have a threesome. Oh, that's mm-hmm. got to be on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boyfriend asked me to sleep with his friend. Oh, okay. Man. And, and I I'd l- I'd hope that have sex this. with or fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. All right, I get it. Okay. Uh, I definitely went in a little bit of a different direction for these first couple. Uh, my boyfriend asked me to do anal. I got that one with Danielle. Mm-hmm. Uh, different direction here. My boyfriend asked me to move out. Uh, okay. I was going to do that one, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. My boyfriend asked me to get a DNA test for the baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll give you two points there for that. Uh, there. I, I, uh, pretty much just what you guys said. Uh, go down on him was the first Ooh, one. Okay. Have a threesome and move in. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> get your ass out. You get your ass in. All right, Mitch. Okay. What's going on? My boyfriend asked me to move in. Ah! Move in with him. Do I get both? No, God, both. anal's not even you on get it, there. You get Eight it. and one, that's nine points, baby. Oh. Marry him, lose weight, make him a sandwich, be wow. nice. gain weight, wow. sit on his lap. Marry baby. him without a ring. Who are those bitches? Well, you got seven, Teddy. Yeah. You got seven. I got nine. Yes, very right? nice. I yeah. didn't get one on my own thing. Oh yeah. man, Amazing. your run came right. to an end. Nine for Mitz. 
Seven for me, but still by a count of 20 <laughs> to nine to seven, Danielle wins. It's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you well very much. He might Mitch be the, the, the final winner of the game, man. Which is, which is extending his hand and, and she, she. Now, I love mean, that. My, I love that. I got sa- nothing but air on that. My, my boyfriend asked me to make a sandwich. My boyfriend Make asked me to marry him without a ring. I love <laughs> to that. To be his Valentine. Yeah, right. I love that. Uh, do you really need to go fuck? to Google for that? You do though. <laughs> my boyfriend asked what me to do sit I on do? his lap. My boyfriend actually likes me a little bit. I love. My boyfriend asked me to sit on his lap. Does that cause panic in the streets these days? Is that really <laughs> terrorizing people? Oh, that's got to be. That's, Can you that's, click that's on a, my boyfriend asked me to sit on his lap? I just want to see what. what that's got to be fourteen-year-old girls that are like, "Is this going to lead to sex?" Yahoo of answers. Course. Of course, Yahoo, Yahoo answers. answers. Of course. What's that say? Why? Why does, Why my, does my, my man, man want me sitting on his lip? Well, that doesn't seem... Uh, first kiss at an amusement park with their secret... My boyfriend is 18 and I'm 17. We've been dating for a little over a year. And that is pretty all the internet has to And know. he wants me to sit on his lap tomorrow. And I'm 15 and he's 17. Called it. Going out for two months. He's not a perp, I don't think. He's not going to try anything sexual. Well, apart from kissing, haha. It's after school a cement bench and a fairly remote spot. He planned out However, a cement bitch. <laughs> I love the first it's... one's like, wow, you are looking way too far in this. It's not a major step. It's just a cute gesture. Don't ever think this. Just do it. Ha, huh? yeah, you're lame. But it's okay to be nervous about this stuff. I'd say just relax and do whatever you think it's right. You man. Man, this guy, like, yeah, I'm gonna make this bitch sit on my lap when this. Do you remember those bench. days of innocence and wondering about boys sitting on laps and so on and so forth? I no. <laughs> you're like, if only there was yeah, a Google. Right? Well, that's the thing. I mean, you just you back in those days, you just did it or you didn't do it. Yeah, right? you, didn't, you, you, didn't, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't agonize over it. If only there was a Google I'd have never given up the butt. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even talk to your friends about it because you knew they didn't have the answer either. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? You just either did it. You just it. lived or you didn't live. Yeah, That's exactly. It. You Short just fucking did it. Well, what a rousing yeah, that was rousing it. episode of Riffin. Straight Riffin. This is great. From yeah. the from the get-go. Yeah, Danielle, yeah. Danielle. Right I just dove right in. You yeah, really? We were in three minutes. Good. She was like, "I don't give a fuck." I'm what's like, going Hold on. on. I'm gonna take the pool cover off, get it warmed up. And nope. she's like, "Nope." <laughs> where uh, where can the people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Danny Stew um, or my website DanielleStewart.com. D a n i D a n i s t e w. That's right. Now you have a ridiculous amount of podcasts and uh, online ventures. You had a Ustream show. Do I have that correct? Uh, I did have a that? Ustream oh, okay. show. Uh, we had 16 episodes. That was actually produced by Ustream, so it was sort of treated like a TV show. They picked up a certain amount of episodes. Hmm. Um, that was nice. called uh, Show Interrupted, um, but I'm not doing that anymore. Um, right now, all I have going on on the regulars, I've got a podcast on Sunday evenings at 6 p.m. called She Said What? And that is uh, on... We do do Ustream. We do it Ustream right. for an hour. Hour, cool. And then we and then it goes to iTunes. Cool. So that's six p.m. Uh, where can they uh, find you in person? Any shows coming up? You want to um, plug? You know, it's funny. I can't think of any local LA shows right now, and I know there are them, but I can't. Well, I you might... can wherever. I mean, okay, you know. so on May twenty fourth, I'll be in Buffalo, New York, and May twenty fifth, I will be in Syracuse. Um, I don't know the names of the venues, but if you go to cleanboxentertainment.com, you can get tickets. It's for the Ronnie Munn Block Party. And it's very a fun show. 
All right, now let's lower our expectations while Teddy and I give our opinion. Oh, uh, you can see me at the Tapping Caps down the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Catch me at the Seven Eleven buying a slice of pizza. Uh, no, I'm going to be uh, performing at Famosa Cafe uh, this Friday. I'll be doing a set and then hosting at Sal's Comedy Hall on 420. Oh, let me know how it looks over there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, eight o'clock show, 420 Saturday night, Sal's Comedy Hall. Come on out, uh, Mitch. What you got going? Uh, also, uh, Friday, Formosa, headline in that one, so yeah. that'll be a good show. Yeah, you get a you get a double dose, motherfucker. I didn't even know they living. had comedy there. Yeah, we're doing it. It's a good show. It's good. Good, good crowd. Every Saturday, sometimes. I love crowd. that vibe. The great vibe. Saturday night. Yeah, that's cool. right. Good night, bitches. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time.